Extreme PC UK. Why, hello, welcome to episode 107 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK, and it's the 3rd of September 2020, and today on the show we have... I'm Green Gamer 25 here to talk about all things gaming. I'm Ants in Your Pants, feeling more like Amish in Your Pants with his beard right now. <laughs> <laughs> but have you had any Amish in your pants? <laughs> They wouldn't go near the pants. And we've got a secret person this week. We have a secret blast from the past. He's secret. back from the dead. He only pops up when graphics cards arrive. Who can guess who it's going to be? It's only going to be... Go and do it. Okay, it's me, Megal from Hell. Back from a long break. And if you, if you haven't seen the podcast from day one, I don't know, about, I don't know, 20 to 50 or so, Hands was on it, and... Uh, there's a, a legendary story in one of the podcasts where he was working at an old people's home and a woman fell down the stairs and smashed his teeth out with a cane. If you remember that story, that's him. He's back from the dead. <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> How are you doing? You're good. Yeah, I'm fine. Your teeth are still there. Uh, minus one. They're minus. all still there, yeah. Minus one. <laughs> uh, Liquid Cool just said That's the first time I've heard you nail the intro for a while Man I come back fresh yeah. today Didn't I I thought I was like I was on a radio show then Like proper pro No man. muted mics or anything man X Factor here I come voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> right Man Every single person here today I believe you're here Because everybody's got a uh, I won't say that word for the 3080 but everyone's pretty excited, I take it, and they want to talk about it. Before we yeah. get into it, just before we get into it, i just got to say a couple of things. Um, firstly, I just want to say, as a lot of you in here now, uh, you watch me on Twitch. Uh, I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday gaming from 12 midday till 4. I've been playing different games, and we're going to talk about the game Wasteland 3 later on that I've been playing, and I'm playing on a Monday and Wednesday at the moment. Tomorrow, I just wanted to say that I'm actually doing a... Uh, drinking stream it starts at 12 i'm gonna have a few beers it's gonna be full guys um and are you gonna be in there with me uh i'll be working but i'll have you on oh uh, you're not gonna be playing oh no it's liquid cold i thought it was liquid cold for a second there liquid cold's gonna be in yeah sod you Ant. you can piss off <laughs> 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 yeah no um liquid cold's gonna be in there and so is Shellbug. so us three are gonna be on stream uh i'm gonna have some beers because i'm going out tomorrow night so I'll have some beers on on the, on the go. So this could get messy. We'll have the drum and bass. We'll have the jungle. We'll have whatever music people want to play, really. So uh, that's going to be pretty hardcore. Um, and just before we carry on about the news and everything, I just wanted to say our new magazine is out. If you haven't got our magazine, check out this link here. It's a free magazine. Me and Jansen make this. He does all the design work. I do all the, the behind-the-scenes stuff like emails and talking to people and stuff like that. Pretty cool magazine. It's a Fallout special this month, man. Fallout special. There's loads of stuff in there from Fallout. Um, so check that out. Um, you can put a sub in. It's free. You just put your email in on the website and you'll get the uh, the magazine sent to you every single time it goes out, which is once a month. We won't give your email to anyone else. There'll be no spam or anything like that. So check that out as well. Um, and apart from that, should we get into some news before we talk about these graphics cards? Well, I suppose it is the news, but there's a couple of other bits on there. i just one thing about the mag. Go on, go for it. My Pip-Boy stat screen's in there. It's so cool. you got to check it out. <laughs> I love the way he does that with his own Pip-Boy. Like, I built it. I made it. It's amazing. i done the best work ever. But the thing is, I know why he's so proud. 
He's so proud of it because I've seen his work before. Like, he's forcing CPUs in holes and stuff. Even you said, like, I think it was on a message somewhere. Like, I yeah. don't often do a really good job at something. It's always half-assed. But this came out like a pro. Yeah, definitely. And I think I see a comment somewhere saying, I didn't even use any screws or anything or any glue. Yeah, no glue. <laughs> no glue. You're a pro. The minute you build something with no glue and it all stays together, you're a pro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I, want, I want to say one thing about the magazine. It's been consistently getting better and better, and it was already good to begin with. Um, but this last issue, you guys outdid yourself. It's really looking sharp. And for those people, we get a lot of downloads of this podcast. But, Nick, why don't you give them the, how to get the magazine again? Yeah, yeah. There's a link I put in chat. They just click that link. Um, if you're a listener um, and you're listening on uh, Spotify or iTunes or whatever, but you're listening to this back later on when we're not live, all you got to do is just go to extremepcuk.co.uk. There's a magazine page. When that magazine page comes up, it'll actually prompt you to put your email in. You don't have to, but if you do, you'll just get the, the magazine live every every month on the first of the month. So when you wake up in the morning, there'll be a magazine in there, which is pretty yeah. cool. Right. Who wants to... We've we got some notes here and that, but I know people want to talk about the GPUs first, so let's get into that first. Who wants to start it? Who's been looking into this the most out of you lot? Uh, Probably me. Go for it. <laughs> I've been looking and talking on the podcast and in Discord for a year now, basically you know, saying I'm waiting. I have a 1080 Ti, and I've been very happy with it. Uh, but I didn't want to go for the 2000 series for lots of different reasons. One was I wanted to skip a generation and wait till RTX and everything was fully realized uh that was one reason the other reason is i didn't like all the stupid nvidia shenanigans they did with the 2000 series which supposedly i hear they're not going to pull a lot which of you can listen to any single podcast series and he'll be yes. complaining <laughs> exactly and i had a right to complain and i, and I hear they're not going to be doing that cause some of that crazy stuff any, anymore from what i'm understanding um so i waited and then i just wanted to see whether some of the stories we, we were talking about the rumors last week and a lot of them are rumors you don't know what to believe but when we finally saw the reveal, I was actually very pleasantly surprised that these <laughs> these cards are, are real and they actually are doing outperforming what I thought they might uh, in some areas and stuff. It was uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good reveal. They did. I watched the whole thing and I'm definitely waiting to pick up a card. Um, for those of you that don't know, they announced the 3070, the 3080 and the 3090. And a lot of us were wondering, like, so what's the 3090? What, what's that all about? And, and I heard the price was going to be like fifteen hundred dollars, which it is. And I thought that sounded awfully expensive. It something didn't add up. And then the guy, when he did the reveal, I forgot the gentleman's name at NVIDIA, he said that they are no longer calling cards Titans anymore. They're calling the Titan now the 39, excuse me, the 3090. So the 3090 would have been a Titan card, which is cool if you got the money to blow. But if you don't, it's way, way overkill. So just one thing on that, Ray. Mm-hmm. Just sorry on the price, but just want to jump in. It is like a thousand dollars cheaper than what the Titan was before. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Which is which is good. And but again, that's a lot of money. That's they said starting at fifteen hundred. Starting at yeah. Well, it's last like year, imagine, yeah. last year's cards, the most expensive was about fifteen hundred quid, which would have been the twenty eighty Ti, and it would have been an aftermarket cooler. Um, yeah. So that was when you was the most angry. I thought about yep. about what they were doing. <laughs> Um, but to be fair, like, we don't know about the benchmarks. No one's seen a benchmark yet, so we don't know, um, like, actual powers to price and stuff like that. But from what they're saying, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it because they're saying if you get the 3070, 
it's double the power. Am, am I right? Double the power of a 2080 Ti. It's 1.9, I think. So you, you both speak at the same time. I didn't know what you said. <laughs> Go on. Go ahead, Ant. Go on, Ant. Go on. So it's twi- like close to twice the power in Ray Tracing. It doesn't show anything about oh, Ray right. Trace game. And also, you've got to remember, the 2080 Ti, what's that, 24 gig of RAM? This has only got 8 gig of RAM. Well, um, mm-hmm. the, thir- the 3080 has 10. Yeah, and the yeah. 3090 and, uh, has 24. 24. Yeah, there there are some YouTube videos out there comparing the 3070 with uh, the 2080 Ti, yeah. and apparently in normal rasterization games it's quite even. So uh, I'm not being to, funny, yeah. but how many of you really care about the ray tracing? If I if I gave you two charts, say I gave you two two charts, the one on the left said ray tracing, this is double this previous card, and then on the right I, I said frames per game and i haven't told you what that is is that not worrying to you lot because i i didn't know that was just ray trace ray tracing i thought they were talking about it was actually the power of the card because i haven't really looked into much of the cards because i've been so busy but the point is if they're not telling you the difference in the power in the card again i guarantee you it's 20 percent increase it's just better at ray tracing uh, to be honest, I think it's more this time. Otherwise, they wouldn't yeah. have sold the whole premise of the biggest generation leap ever. I think yeah. we're looking at close to 40 to even 50%, but we'll have to wait and see. But when it comes to ray tracing, these cards are actually really double the performance. But yeah, that's they're, undeniable. They're, they're, There's not twice a video the power. On, uh... They're twice as efficient. I think that's the key to it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. There is a video I think uh, just came out that Digital Foundry did a few hours ago, and they were testing it uh, against playing different games like uh, Doom Eternal and a couple other ones. And they were showing that even on the on the games that they're playing, uh, like we'll just use Doom Eternal for example, they were getting 70, 80, and 90 percent better uh, than over a 2080 Ti or 2080. Excuse me, they're comparing a 3080 to a 2080. Yeah, um, exactly. Right, but but again, that's no, misleading. No, because when it came to the TI, it was still supposed to be more like Mago was saying, like 30, 40% better. But the um, thing is, like, my history of seeing these graphics cards, yeah, I've always said this, and I'll always stick to it, is why is NVIDIA going to bring out anything bigger than 20% that's already leading in the market? Why do they need to bring out 40% when basically... They they're basically giving up a whole issue of cards which they could sell because whatever they bring out they sell. So why are they going to give you the customer more power than necessary? And they're already in front. I can't see it happening. If it does, I'll be very shocked. But I can't see why they're going to give you a forty percent increase when every single time it's twenty percent increase over the last card. I, I can think... tell you. I'll tell you with three letters why they they're they're going to do more than they used to. A M D. Yep, no, they that's why they're doing it. No, no, I don't think it. I don't think. I don't think so. I think. I think you'll all be sucked into the same old hype train as normal. And when them cards come out, I guarantee you, they're not. They're not that much more powerful. That's why they're focusing on the ray tracing point. Is because the actual, if you get a 2080 Ti and you go for the 3080 or whatever it's meant to be the equivalent, yeah, they're only going to be 20% more increase in power in the actual card in frames on games. And that's why they're focusing on the frame rate, on the ray tracing, because they the ray tracing is double the power. So it's like, why are we going to focus on this point when we can make everybody see this point and it looks so much better than this point? But then when you actually play a game like Microsoft Flight Simulator, that's a modern game, 
you you only get the twenty percent increase in the frames. That's what I reckon. Yeah. But everyone got their own choice. You don't have to listen to me. But I, I just tell you, I told you so afterwards. <laughs> you see, it also depends on what you're doing with your rig. For me, I purposely waited to skip a generation because the the 3080 is so far above my 1080 Ti, it, it blows it completely out of the water, and then some. So it's really, really worth it for me. Um, for somebody that has maybe a 2080 Ti, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make the jump. Maybe I would wait. I've got a 2080, more. and I'm not going to get it. Right, or oh, yeah. sell it. Sell it for some money and take that money to defeat the cost of getting the new one. Hmm. You know, that, um, can we only... just quickly, before we carry on talking about the cards, can we just go through some of the chat? Because there's a lot of people yeah, asking sure. questions about it. Um, and I just want to run through some of the messages from everybody. Because I know everybody's got a view. And if you have got a view on this card, just put it in the chat and we'll we'll read it out and we'll have a chat about each view. Um, I'm going to start at the top, uh, which was actually Callum. And he said, uh, did you actually manage to sell any space in the mag? Nothing to do with the cards, but... Uh, dude, we've got a few companies we're working with, um, but, but stuff takes time to come through. So we've got to go backwards and forwards from company and from all their different departments to get it in there. But yeah, we are working on it. And, and the adverts that do go in there, we're very picky. They're not going to be anything like mattresses or anything. It's only going to be computer related stuff. So if you do get an advert, it will be something like a graphics card or it'll be something computer component related. But anyway, let's get back to these cards. So, uh, uh, Callum says, do you think there'll be any 3060, 3050s? Could there, it could be a cool 1080p card that would absolutely destroy for the money. Um, I actually already, when I do a budget build for someone now, I used to put a 1050 or a 1050 Ti in there. 80 pounds to 130 pound cards. Then I started switching to the 1600s and 1650s. Yeah. And they're super powered for a 1080 screen. So if they do bring out a, a 30 series, like a 3010, that card will probably only be like 80, 90 quid. And that thing will probably be like super powered compared to like a 1070 now or something. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you're right. That, that If they do do that, and I'm, I'm sure they would. Like, they will. You they know, will. there's a lot of graphics cards that, that the general public don't actually know about. Like, I can't give you the num- names off my head, but... You get ones like below the 1050 Ti or the 1050, you actually get these really small cards which get put into like tiny builds and that. And they actually are okay graphics. They'd run 1080 and stuff like that. So every time this new card comes out, it all drops down one bit and the price all drops a little bit. So for us as consumers, it's really good because we can literally build cheaper PCs that can run much higher graphics for much lower prices every gen. You know, mm. I'm, I'm currently building um with a 10 series chip um four core eight thread running at just under five gigs um i'm building gaming pcs for around five six hundred pound for people all fully fully top components um fully built and set up and everything and that's a price that i never used to be able to tell people do you know what i mean if you want a pc now without a graphics card in it for working you can do it for 250 quid like it and i mean this is like high powered pcs they're not like like your old-fashioned, like crappy, like I don't know pre-built you'd get in PC world or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> um, right. Let's move on. Uh, I did. I did hear though that supposedly in October, November they're going to be coming out with the the cards below three seven thirty seventy. Yeah. So they definitely got a plan, but they want to soak what they can for these the top. Yeah, three. yeah. They're going to take the top money for the big bucks for the big ones, and then when when that's already flooded through and people have got what they wanted, all the, all the hardcores then they'll start bringing out all these little cards where people that can't afford them or don't want to spend the money or on a budget 
they'll be like, right, let's mop up the rest of the people by putting these lower end cards out, which they can just freely buy, like you know, and it's not going to hit the bank too hard. Um, I think yeah. there's also yeah. sorry, I think there's also a gap between the 3080 and the 3090 as well, because you have got like a price of 700 for the 3080, and then yeah. 1500 for the 3090. It's so double like, the price. Yeah, so you got like thousand yeah. pounds double the size, ain't it? Budget there. You know, for a super version, should they go down that route? If Nagy is better, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Uh, but that's what Gray hates. Gray hates what they do is they start off with bigger gaps. So they start off with like the thirty ninety, the thirty eighty, the thirty seventy, and there's big gaps. And then what they do is they see how many people buy them, see what the market's like for, for AMD jumping into them little gaps in the middle. If AMD bring a card out, right is smack bang in the middle of them two cards. What they do is they pump out an S version or a TI version, and then everybody's like, "Oh right, the same version, but it's in Nvidia," and they take all them customers from there as well. It's like, you know, it's proper like trying to kill each other off. Um, Original Unknown says uh, ray tracing is nice to have. Um, I like ray tracing. Don't get me wrong; I think ray tracing is really, really good. But I don't think that's the selling point for graphics cards. Um, I think frames per game is the selling point I'd look at. Would you look at? Would you pick up a game? You'd pick up a game and look at the ray tracing. Yep. No, now I would. Now well, I would. Yeah. No, no you would. Coming out now. So, yeah, I would. yeah, but but Gray, what I'm saying is, the first but I want... stat. Listen, the first stat you look at, yeah. So you go and you want to buy Microsoft Flight Simulator, yeah. You've got your 3080, and you want to look at the specs, what it's going to run out of benchmark. You're gonna, you're telling me, you're gonna look at what capabilities it has in ray tracing. Before yep. you look at what frame rates your cards putting nope. out. No, I didn't say that. What I want is the frame rate, and I want my ray tracing, and that's why I skipped a generation. Because according to what I've been seeing, and we'll know soon enough, I can get both. Uh, when they were showing, uh, when Digital Foundry was playing uh, Doom, they were playing uh, uh, against the 2080 Ti, and it was pumping around, uh, I believe, 90 to 100 frames a second. And with the 3080, they were pumping like 150 or 140 or whatever. With ray tracing, the you know the, the, the extra ray tracing, you could def, you could tell the difference. It's not easy to spot the difference on a game like Doom Eternal because it's so highly optimized and such a great game. Sorry, um, but does Doom have DLSS? I believe so. Yes, I'm pretty okay. sure. That that could explain a lot. I mean, well, they also they also were talking about since they've worked on DLS because they got they got hit, nailed for it when it first came out. Yeah. Um, and supposedly in this card, DLS is down pat now, together with the ray tracing. So more and more games now are coming out to take advantage of this. And of course, they pumped up Cyberpunk being one of the premier games that's using it all. DLS, uh, ray tracing the works. Yeah. Um, and they showed some of that video, of course. Uh, but that, that again, that's a whole reason I skipped a generation. I didn't want the first ray tracing. I couldn't care less about the first ray tracing. Because I knew they were going to have issues with it, and they they did, and there wasn't any games really. Now there's more and more and more games coming out to utilize the ray tracing, and now it's looking good. But I still want my FPS. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but if still I'm not. Put, if I'm, go ahead. I still don't think it's reason to tell the world when you're bringing out a new card how good the ray tracing is before how high frame rates are. I, I mean, I agree, but they're doing that because it's all it's all market and hype. They you yeah know, they they. They want to show the beautiful, you know, the puddles and the reflections and all this stuff. And, and so they're going to go on all that. And But now it's gotten to the point where it really does make some difference. But I still want yeah. my FPS. They're pushing yeah. it, right? They're really pushing ray tracing now for the next gen. Yeah. This, I think, also comes back to the consoles because they also yeah. have a form of uh, ray tracing now. And I think NVIDIA just 
couldn't stay behind anymore uh, for the PC. Yeah, of course. Yeah, with the it. console, you know, the consoles are going to dictate ray tracing because they now can have it. So all the developers have got a reason to put it in their games. Yeah, indeed. Just for the PC market, you know. I've got a question for everybody uh, watching. How many of you are actually going to buy the card as soon as it comes out? A 30 series card, no matter which one it is, how many of you are ready to go for it? I am. But I'm going to look and see what versions are out there, like the EVGA versions, ROGs, ASUS. I want to see, you know, some of those. There's a page out right now that ROG put out with all the different ones that they're doing, uh, what theirs is going to look like. They look pretty sharp. So yeah, I'm doing the same. Uh, Machacho so, Major just said, uh, will you play Fortnite now that it has ray tracing? Has it really got ray tracing in Fortnite now? Yes. Yeah, is it really? And Valorant. And Valorant. To be fair, though, yeah. you can't knock these companies, man. They, they're keeping up with the times. Like, they're, they're doing what needs to be done to keep their game going. Like, And I think one of the latest things that actually happens in games now is the continuous game happens. So every, like, Fortnite... Every season, they'll put more graphical mods in it. They'll update it. They'll change play styles. And as that, like, World of Tanks used to do it as well. It gets to, like, two years old, and then they update their graphics pack to a latest, to a later date, and it becomes out with more graphics to keep up with the times. And as the game goes on, you don't actually buy, like, Fortnite 2. It's just going to be Fortnite that just, just progresses forever until the money stops pumping in. That's called life service. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> to me it's, it's kind of funny i mean I, when i think of, of ray tracing to the point where they're on the 3000 series cards and i hear stories like fortnite is ray tracing i'm like hey yeah who cares um i just want to <laughs> i just want to update with what i said just now so i asked uh who was going to get the cards i've got a lot of people saying they're not getting the first release when i say buying a 30 series card whether it's like a reference or the first card or if it's an aftermarket card, but I mean, who wants to buy a 30 series? Who's actually going to get one? Like, I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about over the next six months. Like, who's going to go and get one of these cards? Or are you going to stick with the card you've already got? Um, and also, yeah, and also put in chat the card you're using and if you're going to skip a generation or if you're going to stick with it. Yeah, just so I'm going to wait um, wait for benchmark, benchmarking before I make any decision, but I probably will after Christmas, in all honesty. Really? Yeah. No. I'm I'm not waiting for benchmarks. I'm just going to buy one because I'm not really happy with my particular 2080i because it's really noisy and I'm getting the 3080 for sure when it comes out, but not the uh, Founders Edition. I, I want one of the aftermarket ones. I'm glad you brought that up because I think uh, uh, Comic Clown was saying something about that, about the Founders Edition. I wanted to really do some research on whether it's better than uh, the, the aftermarket cars like Asus and EVGA and all them. And I'm pretty convinced after I've done the research that I would not want a reference or founder's card. Um, I've read too many things about they're having issues here and there with them, whether it be on heat or whether it be on cooling or whether it be on a very few other things. Uh, the people at ASUS and, and EVGA and them really have it down pat, so I'm definitely going to switch um, one of those. Uh, we'll just catch up with some of the chat, and then I was going to say something to you just about the calling, as you just said, Gray, um, but I'll get mm-hmm. to that in a second. Uh, Comic Clown says, I'll probably get the 38 as I'm still on a 1070, and if I can get a Founders, that will do me. Um, so you're going to see a massive jump. Uh, oh, man, we just yeah. lost <laughs> We just lost Ooh. Ant. Oh, are they going <laughs> to switch? Look, Ant's like, I want to get in the front. I want to get in the front. Ant's like, I want to get in the front seat. I don't want to be in the back window anymore. <laughs> this is one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> to anybody just listening to this who doesn't know what's going on, we're live, so we've got three cameras going. 
Um, and Ant dropped out for a second, which means he put Gray in the window at the back, and then he jumped his little face to the front, oh, which I'm is quite covered, funny. I'm being covered up by this. I might do that again. <laughs> uh, whilst, whilst he's trying to get himself back on cam, um, I'm going to uh, just carry on reading out. So, yeah, Comic said that he's going for that one. Um, a lot of people saying they want to see numbers and benchmarks first, uh, which is fair point, you know. Um, Isjama says, uh, I have a 2060 Super, and I'm going to wait for the bench, but he's thinking about it. Uh, Timoni says, uh, 1080 Ti, and I probably will get a 3080. So it seems That's like right, anyone man. on the generation before the 20 series or below that, everyone's looking to go for this one. It's a bit like oh, you, yeah. Gray. Well, Everybody well, skips one and keeps one and skips one and keeps one, which means I'm on the, I'm on the skip. You're on the 4,000 series. You're waiting for that one. Yeah, man. I'm going for the big 4,000. The big four. Unless, of course, we get NVIDIA to sponsor the magazine. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Graphics cards all around. <laughs> then you'll have one of each card, a 30, 90, 80, and 70. <laughs> um, in that case, Nick, I'm making a full-time comeback, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Machacho Major just said, uh, sold my 2080 Super a week before the announcement so that I could make uh, $100 profit. Nice. Nice. Well, um, when I when I when I got my 1080 Ti, I had a 980 uh, Ti, and I sold that and got decent money. And I put that against the the, the 1080 Ti, and it worked out great. Uh, Liquid yeah. Cold, he's a builder like me. He says uh, he's currently got the 2080s, but he's the S, but he's going for a 3080. No. happy with his Eric Ann's happy with his 2070. So everybody's like, everybody's still going for it. Great, all that moaning you did about Nvidia hasn't touched the sides, mm-hmm. mate. No, no one cares. I, no, the only, no, no. The only moaning I did about Nvidia is it was the way they marketed and the way they tried to soak people. Could I you beat it? A, could you? Could you supers imagine? were never necessary. Supers never should have come out. Yeah. They were could you necessary. imagine the guy at the top of Nvidia, the boss? He's sitting at the top of that like two hundred floor uh, high rise building, and he's got that open office that's all glass. He's sitting at his massive desk in his chair, and he's like, "Make me more cards," and he's just thinking <laughs> of the money coming in. It doesn't matter what they make; it sells. They could pump them out by the millions, and they just sell. Right, but see, we have a much much better audience out there that listens to us, and we can tell them the truth. And they, do you know what? And they will. I reckon. (laughs) Sorry, I reckon if Nvidia came out with a dummy card that looked like a real card, but it was just a caller (laughs) and a fake card, but you could put in your machine to make it look like it had that card in it, they'd even sell them. Yeah, probably for the people with it as a light build. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like you have you have a you have a ten fifty and say hey put this plastic shroud over it to make it look like a thirty eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guarantee you if they did that they would sell everywhere. Hey, cool. they... those. Yeah. Hey, sorry, but didn't they make GPU <laughs> mirrors now? Was that Nvidia? I GPU made a mirror? GPU mirror eight years ago. Yeah, they're official well, now, Nick. Well, speaking about the looks of cards, I don't know whether all of us looked at the reveal, but. When the, when the guy goes to reach down to get the thirty ninety and he brings it up, I thought I I thought he was kidding. I thought it was a joke because I couldn't believe the size of this thing. I'm going like, oh yeah, he's just showing that to be funny. And he's sitting there going, like, no, this is the card. And I'm like, you're kidding. BFG. This thing is massive. <laughs> I mean, this card is huge. Yeah, and if you've seen the code name there, BFGPU or something. Yeah, yeah he said that. I thought that was pretty funny. He goes, <laughs> this is the BFG of all video cards. It's like this big. I mean, the thing was gigantic. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, you talking about a thirty ninety? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When he bring when he brought it up, we just, I just couldn't. I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke. Well, the messages kidding. that were going around for ages were total rubbish, weren't they? When then people were saying it was bigger, but everyone was saying it was like triple the size. 
But then when you looked at them photos of what was leaking uh, a couple mm. of weeks back, if you looked at the slot, the PCI slot on it, you could tell the picture was fake because one of them was like like three inches long and the other one was massive. So you could tell the card has been made much bigger. But yeah, the, right. the, the 3090 is bigger, but it's not it's not like double the size. But I, I do think you'd need a different case to get that in there. It's big. Oh, God, Here's a question yeah. for you, yeah. Nick. How much weight can the PCIe slots take? Uh, a lot of cases now actually have a um, beam built into the right. case, which holds yeah. it up. Because you're probably really? thinking <laughs> about the when you get the sag. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people worry about that. And it can do. With, if you get like uh, like Zotac used to do like triple slot cards. So they, they were the triple slot. You know where you pull out the back uh, of the case? It yeah, would yeah. take up three of them slots that you take out, and it was so heavy that it would bend right down. And what happens is potentially it can pull the PCI slot off the actual board. Um, so what they started doing is having clips that you can clip it up with, or people put stands underneath them. Yeah. Um, but some cases now do have a locking feature where you put the, the card in and then it locks around, it holds it tight. Um, I uh, just wanted to read out quickly before, because I didn't even got to that bit I was going to talk to you about, about the call-in. Um, original Unknown said, uh, I want AMD to come up with something amazing, not because I'll get one, but because I want them to have some good competition to keep the prices yep. reasonable and force more innovation. Yep. That is 100% true. I think that's what we all want. Um, yes. And I think it's yep. going down the right route. Do you know what? When I saw that the um, 3070, I think it is, was under $450 or something in it, I was like, $499. bloody yeah. hell, man. The power out of that thing yeah. and the price, that's, that's yeah. going to change a lot of gamers' lives. Yeah, hey, it look, is, the, I mean, 30, the 3080 is only 700 I was, like, shocked. And then I knew it was because of AMD. Yeah, because same AMD. here. The, com- the consumer in me was very happy. The 2080 yep. the owner cried a little bit, but I'm happy for the prices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing I will say about the 3070 is ugly as sin. You don't, don't like it? <laughs> the po- the power connector is in a really weird place. Yeah, well, I that's speak cards, by the way. Before we go into that, that's what I wanted to talk about. So, firstly, there's two things I want to talk about uh, and get everybody's views. Firstly, do you not know about how this card's calling is different to the regular cards? Yes. yes. So, yeah. if you notice on here, what you do is on a card, you get the chip, and then you get the um, then you get the uh, oh, what's it called? Can't think of it. Like the RAM. Um, yeah. but, but we normally say sign Yeah, yeah. Anyway, one, what happens is on a water cooled card, what a lot of people don't realize is you, you see a, uh, a fan on one end and the, the VRMs get cooled because they get really hot and the chip gets really hot. And what actually happens on this card is the heat is dispersed totally different to normal. So normally you can get two types of cards. You can get a fan card, which is an aftermarket, like where you see the three fans on top. Obviously, that goes in upside down in your computer, but then the heat just gets dispersed by blowing the heat directly through the heat sinks and away from it, yeah? A blower card Mm -hmm. would normally blow it out the back of the machine like a hairdryer would, yeah? So the heat doesn't stay in the computer. This time round, they've gone for like a sort of 50-50. So it's like got one fan on the top and and then it's got a sealed end, hasn't it? And what happens is it sucks the air in one end. One fan, which I believe is on the VRMs, blows upwards and then one blows the where the cpu is blows out where the, where the gpu is blows out the back and yeah, so, so you've got this pole. sort of yeah you've got this sort of air coming in and then it's splitting into two and blowing out different directions which i thought looked quite good but then you know if you're gonna 
if you're going to like use two of them cards, surely it's going to blow the heat up into the one before. But then I know before yeah. you say it, people are going to say SLI is probably not going to be um, yeah. on these cards. Only the 3090, apparently. And that's also only supported, apparently, for uh, benchmarking and stuff. Oh, really? Or for yeah. Dream Machines, it costs $10,000. No, but I really heard, I read something about it. Uh, the 3090, you can put in SLI or NVLink or whatever it's called now, but it would be solely for um, for for benchmarking and stuff because it won't be supporting any drivers, any special drivers even for it. Mm. Yeah, there's no game supporting it anymore, is there? No, not at all. It's it's dead. Um, Vogon says, to be honest, with the power of these cards, SLI is no longer a thing for me. Um, I think, Agreed. I think SLI dropped out, I think, when you had your Titan. Uh, what was that, two years, three years ago? Yeah, I think so. Hands. Uh, my Titans, it was four years ago. Four years ago. So that's when uh, you had two of them, um, yeah, two and that titans. was the last time. And I remember your 1080i beating my two Titans. Yeah. Game, so. <laughs> like that? I said, it's only, for, it's only for Dream Machines now. So when you see a magazine come out with a Dream Machine, that's the only time they sit there and stack three and four you know, GPUs. Otherwise, no one does that anymore, really. No. So it's... I mean, it's cool in a ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar machine, but you know, that's again, if you're a millionaire, cool. You know, yeah, get but it. it looks really cool. I agree, but from a gamer perspective, it's kind of useless at the moment because oh, it won't course. be supported at all. Uh... Well, technically, thirty ninety is relatively useless too. It's, it's way overkill. Not useless, but just way, way overkill. Yeah, I'm, I'm maybe jumping ahead here, but the the thirty ninety was marketed for eight K with DLSS. Yeah. Oh yeah, eight K at sixty frames a second. Yeah. yeah. Well, for I, a card with that kind of power, I would think maybe you should do that. I mean, I, I would hope it could. Yeah, but where's the market in that? If there, if there isn't one yet. There's, yeah. But that's mean, the how come far out are it. we? For, how far are we away from 8K at the moment? Especially this is in almost gaming. like uh, you know uh, how the, uh, the, the the car dealerships would do their their uh, their their what do they call the car uh, the car of the future content. whatever they would always come out with something, it's just to show the, what they could do. They don't. Yeah, yeah, you know, they're they, marketing the 8K. But that 8K is not... I don't think that's marketed at consumers. No, it's not consumer no. grade. Can be. I think, like, um, that would be more, like, at, like, eSports and stuff like that, where you've got big screens, you know, where you can have 8K on, like, a giant screen with loads of little screens and stuff. But um, it's just a boast. We can do 8K. Uh, the sweet spot at the moment isn't even 4K. It's 1440. Like, I'm, I'm still using 1440, I won't go Sorry. to 4K yet until there's like a higher refresh. But I know they're just coming out now like 120 hertz and stuff. Um, but they're still very expensive for what they are. This monitor that I'm using here is the Asus ROG uh, Strix. I'm going to see if I it's can... It's a BG34Q, Nick. you got the same as me. BG34Q? Yeah. I'm going to check to see if mine's better than yours. Nope, it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I might well, mess the cameras also, up. Well, but... Part of the bo part of the boasting by Nvidia with the 3080 is that it's supposed to handle uh, 4K easily at higher than 60 frames a second. I don't know. Nobody's benchmarked that yet, but that's what they're saying. Like it's yeah, a no-brainer. In this generation, it should do 4K 60 FPS. I would think. Of course, there's always uh, companies like Ubisoft and optimization stuff. So we'll have to wait and see, but. Generally speaking, it should do uh, 4K 60. Mine is a ROG PG348Q. There you go. Told you so. Wait, I thought you said B. No, P. Oh, he's coming no in P. here with his voice, look. <laughs> Messing up what I'm doing. <laughs> PB, all, all the same. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, this monitor, I, I paid a thousand pounds for it and I was looking to sell it because I really need a uh, 16 by 9 ratioed monitor for streaming now because I have to cut off all my games because it's 4K. Um, because it's 4K, because it's 1440. Um, but it's 34 inches, so it's 3440 wide. And what happens is I have to, str- and I, a lot of people in the chat before you type it, there's no way you can have OBS change the ratio of your monitor. The game has to be off screen or I have to have a black bar. Um, and so I was looking to sell this monitor because um, I wanted to stream, have the full game on screen. And I looked at how much people are selling these for. They're still selling them for six, seven hundred quid. Which yeah, is I bought I bought mine for eight hundred euros new. Oh, I paid a thousand for mine. But yeah, anyway, moving on again from the card. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about power. What do you guys think about the power requirement, which I believe is an 800 watt PSU? And what so do you, 50, you need, yeah. and what do you but, think about the new power connector? It's only well, on the 3090, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Is. Plus the all the uh, um, all the other cards, they won't be using it. Apparently, it's only the 3090, and the aftermarket cards are also going for two eight slots. Apparently, yes. Oh right, yeah. So that's not going to be a problem. I thought it's it was going to be too, but not, no, not it, anymore. Apparently, and... just the founders' edition cards that uh, do the new uh, thingy. I I thought I had read. An that's... Sorry, Sorry go ahead. Yeah, they're going to come with an adapter as well. Ship with an adapter, so you can plug your. Yeah, I think it's the requirements three eights, isn't it? Three eight pins going into one twelve. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The three eight pin. Oh, it's three eight pins. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's a lot. I mean, it is. Yeah, they, yeah. So that means well, because I have a six fifty watt now, I'm gonna have to get like like above an eight fifty to be sure, mm, or at least I, an eight, or at least an eight fifty, you know, to be sure. So I have to get a new PSU no matter what. But I'm I'm not sure if that's really the case. They're probably talking about best case scenario. So I'm probably when we when we're gonna see the benchmarks, it's it's not gonna need 850 watts. I I don't believe that to be honest. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't want. To, I'm gonna wait and see too with the benchmarks. But so again, yeah, it, it never. I don't. Hurts I don't want to have more power than less power. So well, apparently the 390 draws 300 and something watts of power on its own. 350, I think. Or yeah, more. it sounds right. Um, Man. The, the, um, just yeah. reading some of the comments, uh, it's Jammer says, uh, cause they're talking about screen sizes and resolutions and stuff. And he says, uh, esports are still running games at 1080, which they are. Um, but the only reason why, uh, cause you're an esports guy, I know that. Um, so I know you know your stuff, but the only reason to everybody else why esports guys use 1080 is purely because they're using high refresh and high frame rates. So instead of like us, you want a really pretty picture and you want it at 4K and it's really nice. They don't care about that. A lot of esports players will actually turn off a lot of their settings just to have the fastest um, in-game motion so that they can shoot people uh, before the other people shoot them. So I wouldn't count um, esports in as the general like medium to be because I believe that it's 1440. And if I ask a lot of communities, it would be. If you are in esports, that's a whole different kettle of fish. And yeah, 1080s, because unless you've got a 3090 where you can run 4K at like 240 or 360 hertz or whatever it is, um, then you would. But other than that, your priority is speed over uh, quality, just so everybody well, knows. I, on the NVIDIA reveal, and again, this is could be all hype for all I know, but he had a section there where he was talking about esports, and he, said, and he was showing uh, a 320 uh, hertz monitor. 
and was bragging about the fact that the 3080 could keep up with the with the uh that high of a hertz rate on a monitor without a problem i don't know yeah there's new technology as well where it's showing that they they've smoothed it out as well so not only does the refresh rate help but the way that the character transitions between the frames yeah is even smoother is that the video you watch with the three different people coming in yeah yeah, guys, like the, the, the door is open like this. They have a crack of the door and yeah. show a character going like, you know, well, there's his yeah. leg. You can shoot him right there. Like, okay. Yeah, but they actually catered a lot to uh, esports. Uh, I think this time they also had this little program. What's it called? Nvidia Reflex, I think, where you can actually plug yeah. your mouse directly into the monitor. Yeah. Yeah, that was also a cool yeah. thing. To uh, people, I don't think people in the general public realize that uh, gamers and as, as us lot being enthusiasts and everybody listening uh, know a bit more about it. But esports is absolutely massive. It's growing at such a fast rate. It's taken over every sport in the world. It's taken over Olympics. It's taken over everything. And it will soon be like football, where you've got these esports stars that are worth like millions of pounds. I can tell you, I actually um, have spoke to a few people as well. A latest thing that's actually going through right now, and it's becoming a thing, and it's being legalized, like they're not making it legal, which I thought they would, is gambling on esports. You can go into the bookies now, mm. and you can actually put bets on your esports teams and players and odds and stuff like that. And I think that, that's a, I don't know, that's like a red flag thing for me, because a lot of the people in esports are, are, are the younger community, or like around 18 to 25 or whatever, and you're going to get people that like go into betting shops. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make some money off this because I know who's going to win and stuff. And it's, that potentially could cause loads of problems in esports as well, I think. Maybe. I'm, I'm not but then sure. again, I'm not Gambling knocking it. Universal. I would definitely get into Rocket League if I could start betting on it and like winning some money off of these people. <laughs> man, you can bet on anything, man. Literally anything. <laughs> yeah, but let's, let's look at it, though. The gambling is so huge around the world. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. Um, look what they gamble on now, even during like uh, American football games. They gamble on what the score is going to be per quarter. They yeah. gamble on how many times the quarterback's going to throw the ball. But yeah, you can bet on anything might... because there's always an odds. If you say, oh, look, uh, mate, he's going to fall over in the second half, they'll go, yeah, well, that'll be this much. Yeah, exactly. It's a risk to reward, isn't it? Um, that guy there says, uh, at Fortnite comp, beat out on the Super Bowl already. And I've never watched the Super Bowl, but Gray, I'm sure you know it's big. Oh, yeah, huge. If Fortnite's beating out that, I'd, I'd like to see that. I don't know about that, but if it is, that's that's gigantic. That's big time. <laughs> imagine, imagine the commercials now. will be will be putting on there. They're gonna start charging what they charge to the Super Bowl. I reckon we should, millions. We should all take bets on Gray doing something. For what esports? <laughs> yeah, how to lose all. The we'll time. all have bets. What year Gray has a heart that. attack from Extreme PC UK? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna be happy Stre- that, that stressing that, him that, out. That, the new cards will be able to handle uh, 144 hertz and up, you know, easier now. That means yeah. my, one, my 165, because it's boosted, I should be able to see some real differences. There's, there's a lot of differences I'm going to see over the 1080 Ti that's just in every single category. I can't yeah. wait. That's, that's um, going to be like... Yeah, but NVIDIA said it on the presentation itself, huh? To all my uh, Pascal friends, it's now safe to yeah. upgrade. Remember the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as he said that, I was going like, yep, you know it. Well, just quickly, <laughs> it's just getting off topic Off topic with the graphics cards, but um, it's Jammer just said in the chat, that's why they're working on 360 hertz, 1080 monitors with a minimum latency because of how important it is. And do you remember a few podcasts back, we actually had a big half discussion, half argument 
because a lot of community members and like yourself, Gray, were like, why does technology need a 360 hertz monitor? Nobody can see the difference over 240. And then me and Jansen were saying, look, esports is massive. Then people can see yet they're used to it. They're playing every day, eight hours a day. You know, it's like a fighter pilot being trained in a plane to be able to look around and how quickly his reflexes are. You like a fighter pilot will get in in a training session and he'll have to look at like a thousand things on screen within a certain time. And that's exactly what happens with these monitors and esports players. And this is what we were saying. It's got to the point where companies are building products for esports teams and esports in general more than consumers in the world outside of that. Do you know what I mean? And at back then, people were saying, like, the technology needs to stop. It's going too far. We don't need it. But And I was saying, it's not aimed at you. It's aimed at professionals. This is aimed at teams, and it's aimed at companies. Um, and this is what you're seeing. This is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger the further we get into it. Do you know what I mean? So next year, they'll have, like, 500 hertz monitors. <laughs> Those are coming. Some... Can you imagine your eyes looking at the screen like, <laughs> like a fly buzzing around your face and you're keeping up here with the frame rate. <laughs> well, that's been running at a thousand frames. Yeah. Thousand oh, frames. Just, speaking of that, just as a side issue, uh, there was, I forgot who sent me the video. Maybe it was Aircon. But anyway, they did, uh, they took Doom Eternal and they wanted to see if they could actually play at a thousand frames per second because it's made to, to do that if you can get your computer to do it. And so these guys have their computer and they have like a funnel about this big, you know, like what was it? It must have been eight, nine inches above the CPU. And they were constantly pouring in liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen. Yeah, liquid yeah. Nitrogen, and it just disintegrates. And they're waiting. And you see it going like 700 frames per second, 800 frames per second. Nine, and all of a sudden it cracked a thousand. And they're all like, Ooh, we did it. We yeah, but what I want to see, if they think that's big and powerful, I want to see Doom at a thousand frames, yeah, on an 8K screen. <laughs> get the computer the for that. Thing. That'll be the next thing that's coming. Get the that's computer for, for that. your magazine, Nick. Sorry? That's something for your magazine. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> I wanna I wanna know who sponsored that video because the liquid nitrogen alone isn't cheap. You're sitting there just pouring it by the by the buckets fulls on, on this to keep it, you know, cool. That had to cost some money. So somebody was sponsoring it. I don't know what it was, but it was pretty it was pretty cool though. It was pretty neat how they did it. And they actually got a thousand frames. I'm like, wow, that's like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's nice. By the way, on the um, presentation, did any of you notice the NVIDIA broadcast uh, thingy they're going to do? I didn't yeah, yeah, watch any for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. The green screen stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's no more green screens. If, if everything works correctly, there's yeah. no more need for green screens. Um, If you've only got to use Zoom to see that working, though, haven't you? Is it Zoom? Is it? If you go on Zoom, if you've got Zoom... Um, we'd done this a long time ago on a gaming night before, just before um, oh, Discord put video in. Um, we actually. What are you doing? Sorry, yeah, my missus right. is being a twat. She just came in, grabbed my can of Coke, drank it, and then slammed it on the desk and ran off. Not realising the mic is on the same desk as the Coke, so she's probably just deafened everyone, so sorry for that. <laughs> Man. Um, what was what I saying? saying? I forgot what I was saying now. About NVIDIA broadcast that uh, there's no... Yeah, yeah, so we done a gaming night um, before Discord had Discord video in, um, like we're doing now. And because it was just before um, Corona started, so when people were coming out of their offices in London and stuff, they were all moving back into their houses, and then they were, like, basically wanting to use their cameras to have video conferences. So Zoom came up with this, because obviously people don't want to see, like, the house behind 
all their like stuff thrown there. Um, so they, they came up with a way of doing it. And if you've only got to use Zoom, and me and Jansen was on a drunken gaming night with loads of people, and we was putting like all dirty images, and like you could put film or you could you could put any file behind you. And like you don't want to know what I looked like I was in because behind me there was about 30 people all at it. Um, and we're just playing games. And it, it's, it is really good. You don't need no green screen. It just it, it goes by depth. So it looks where you are in the picture. And then it shows, it just gets rid of anything behind you. Really, really cool little feature. And obviously they've put that into that. Um, well, that's not where I thought if I read was actually available in the 2000 series. That's when it yeah. first became available. Yeah. yeah. Is and it available now? now? I think they took yeah. it out. Yeah. It should be in the new driver, I think. No, I oh, think okay. it's there. I don't. I just don't think it was maybe widely used, but that was when okay. it first came out. Two thousand. Oh, okay. Now supposedly it's better. But they uh, Nvidia always bring out these different little um like ideas and stuff. Because do you remember? Um, and this is when you was on the podcast hands when they brought out their photographic um four K yeah. picture schemes. I can't remember Nvidia. what it was. Nvidia Ansel, I think it was. Yeah, that's it. And you can pause yeah. your game. And you can look around in 3D all around wherever you are. So if your screen's just like a guy running and you're behind him, you can pause the game, goes into a photo mode like in any car game would, and then you can move around the picture and look around where you want. And you can actually take a photo in 4K and then post it somewhere. But yeah, it, not it, many people used it. Yeah, I know it you used cool. it. Yeah, once to show off. But to be honest, how many people use it? You said it yourself. It, it's a cool gimmick, but no more. Well, they also advertised uh, the the... The camera follow technology, which has been out there for a while, but this guy was like moving everywhere to see whether the camera would follow his face, and it oh, did. Yeah. But you, but if you look closely, though, it, it it was good. It was good. But when you look closely, you could see the 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 stuttering of still and the digitizing kind of thing when he's doing this. But it was it was tracking him. It was so that was kind of neat. And they they it's definitely got better. Update. Yeah, but it, I never saw it that. Yeah. I've never seen it that smooth before. That was pretty good. I mean, not perfect, but. Not bad. Um, for that, what it was that guy there just said? Uh, I just looked up how many frames per second, and I can see, and there is no definitive answer. I, I read anywhere between sixty frames and five hundred frames. Who knows? Um, the human eye doesn't see in a frame rate; it sees perfectly what's there. There's no frame because it's not technically a picture we're seeing, like still. Um, so I believe that you'd be able to any you'd be able to see whatever frames going out there up until real life and you can't really get a faster frame than what's real life in front of you can you so i personally believe we'd see we'd see any frame rate thousand two thousand you definitely notice a difference i think i, I think you notice the smoothness yeah oh, yeah definitely like when you're, you when you've got a low frame rate yeah you definitely notice a bad frame rate because it's like a robot like eh, 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 eh. but on the other end of the scale which is a super high frame rate you won't notice it but you will know it's happening because it's so much smoother. You're just it just makes you feel so much better. Like if you had a VR set on and you went from sixty frames up to a thousand to two thousand, it would just be more lifelike, I'd think I'd reckon. So you can imagine now the guys that were playing one thousand FPS on Doom Eternal, now they have to play every game like that. So they're constantly gonna be pouring in the liquid nitrogen. Gotta yeah, keep yeah. that frame rate up. Um, yeah, it's uh, good if you're sponsored. I just want to say, exactly. everyone that's putting bits into the channel, really appreciate that. So thanks for the bits, everyone. Um, I see them coming through, but I haven't said much about it because they're in the middle of chat and I keep cutting everyone off. Um, so, but yeah, carry on. Chacho, Chacho Major wants me to do a, an unboxing of my of the card when I buy it. He said 3090. I'm getting a 3080, guy. 
I should do that just for a joke. I'm gonna sit there just, just have a camera and like, hey, I'm opening the box. I do think it's I'll funny when people people do unboxings of basic things. So like yeah. some YouTubers will do an unboxing of something like really basic. Like they'll be like, oh, I just got this new headset and do an unboxing. But like, surely you want a review of it. But they will they yeah. will be like, this is the box. It comes in cellophane. When you take the cellophane off, it's got a little bit of tape here. You can peel that off. And I just think, man, rip that box open. Show us how good the headphones are. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to watch an unboxing. I, if I collected cards, like, you know, baseball cards or other kind of cards, okay, I could see that. You're opening up a pack to see what kind of great cards are in there. But who wants to watch a box open up? Well, there's a cord, like you said, and here's another cord, and this is a really good cord. Here's an adapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. A mystic a dude. Already. Mystic dude just come up with something funny about the high frame rates. Uh, if you blink, you miss the frames. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're so fast. <laughs> right. Shall we? That's um, correct. We've spoke a lot about um, the the graphics card, and I'm sure it will come up again over the show. Um, but we should move on, really, because we've spoke for over an hour about that graphics card. So um, today's show might be a little bit shorter on the games, but it's something that everybody wanted to talk about. Um, should we just do? Do you want to say a little bit about um, the news that you've got, Ant, quickly, and then we'll move on to the game straight away? Yeah, I've got um, two bits of news. Uh, there's a couple of games coming out this week. Uh, you've got uh, the new Avengers game and uh, Tony Hawk's remake. Tony Hawk's and on PC? Wondered, yeah, so I just wondered what your thoughts were about all these remakes coming out. It's um, a quick buck, ain't it, for quite, everyone? Yeah, I'm I'm quite excited about the Tony Hawk's one because it's a game I played massively as a teenager, and I'll definitely be getting it. Yeah, yeah, me um, too. Um, how much is it? And is it is it a uh, graphics overhaul? Yeah, so the remake looks amazing. Um, it's a complete graphics overhaul, and they've re- redesigned the levels as they were in the first and second game. So I think it's about forty pound, and you get uh, Tony Hawk's one and Tony Hawk's two remastered. Man, can't we kick the skateboards out and get some um, aggressive skates on there? <laughs> Yeah, really. Uh, if anyone doesn't know this, if anyone don't know this, I am 39, yeah, and I still go aggressive skating to a skate park with with like 16 feet ramps. I'm looking for the biggest ramp I can find. Oh, and that's something I wanted to say to the community. Um, if anyone's up for it, and I don't know if you want to come along for this because it'll just be a laugh, even if you've got a skateboard or a bike or not. Um, we're gonna plan a community day where we all meet up at somewhere um, at a skate park. And anyone in the community that skates, we can stream it as well, yeah? We're, Jansen's bringing his Mongoose BMX. I'm taking my um, Rose um, Spasov skates, which are, like, really, like, high-end pro-aggressive um, skates. Um, there's a couple of other guys in the community that are coming. It'll be well funny. Someone will break a leg, and we could just get it on camera. Great. <laughs> Great, wouldn't you like to watch us all at the skate park? I'm coming, Nick. I want to break oh, my man. leg. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stream that on social media. Yeah, man. But, like, we're definitely going to do this. So if anyone anyone is a skater or a biker or they're in the UK, let us know because we'll make a plan where we're going to meet up and we'll all meet central to where everybody is at some big skate park there. It'd be well funny. I'm well up for it. We'll get, so I'll make a video and everything of it. I've got a 4K camera with a gimbal on it so I can get it all smooth and get some nice shots. Um, but I thought it was funny the other day. I know this is totally off topic, but I'm just going to say anyway. I was doing some grinding on some building in Camden and I sent it on the Discord to everybody going, look, look at this grind I just did. And it was a rail, yeah, like a handrail, but then it was a rail along the floor 
And basically, I grinded about, I don't know, 10 feet along this route, along the floor. And everyone texted me saying, oh, man, what was that? I thought you was going to jump up four feet onto the rail and go along it. Yeah. And I was like, what? Do you know how hard this is to do on these? <laughs> <laughs> I think, Ant, you was one of them, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> the way that the camera starts, you can see the rail. And you think, oh, my God, he's going to do something impressive. And then you just scrap about this. Dude, when I see you next, what size feet? What size feet you got? Yeah, well, I've got size 12 skates, yeah? So when I get, when you get round in next, you're putting them on, I'm going to make you grind something. Um, I went ice skating the other day for the first time in years. Because um, I played uh, hockey years ago, and I was, I was all for it. Really? Uh, something I've, yeah. I, I was meant to play for Slough Jets. To, I wanted to, um, to pick it back up, so I went ice skating. Oh, man, I forgot how hard your ass is when you fall, man. I've got this bruise on my hip. Did you fall over? You dopey dick. I went skating, yeah? yeah. The skate, uh, the skating rink near me, the skates, um, they're not them old blue horrible ones anymore. They give you proper skates. So you've got, you haven't got that square bit on the back of it. So you can do all oh, the yeah, skids. All oh, right. So you can do all the skids and that. And I put them on and I was, yeah, yeah. I was firing ice over everyone. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. Right. Let's crack on anyway. Um, so Tony Hawks. Oh, what's happening with me speakers there? What was that? I just did something to me speakers. But yeah, Tony Hawk's, I'll definitely be up for that. It'd be well good. Has it got multiplayer in it now? Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember, to be honest. All right, cool. Right, let's move on then. Um, have you got anything else to talk about, or should we get into the games? Yeah, let's get into the games. Right. So, first up, the game I want to talk about, and um, I've been streaming this on Monday and Wednesdays. Uh, Fridays, obviously, I'm doing Fall Guys for a laugh. And basically, it is Wasteland 3. Has anybody been waiting for Wasteland 3 to come out for, like, years? Yep. Nice. Sure. Man, I played Wasteland 2 um, before the... Not a remastered. There was, like, a, a director's cut that came out. And I played Wasteland 2 for a good 60 or 70 hours. Maybe even up to 100 hours. I'm not sure. Um, and I loved that game. And my game corrupted right at the end. And I was, oh, like, yeah. I was like, man, I ain't got the, the heart to do this again. Um, and then it brought out a director's cut... And I was like, man, when a director's cut comes out, the graphics are going to be so good on that that I'm definitely going to get back into it. And I started playing it. And have you ever had that where you get back into it and you get into about an hour and you, you remember the storyline and you just think, I know how much more I've got to do. This is like yeah. a long old slog to like just go through this game. And I stopped playing it. And at that point, I was like, look, I saw that Wasteland 3 was coming out in a couple of years. And I was like, can't wait for that. It's a bit like Fallout. And it came out and I had so many games to play at the time. It was like put on a back burner. And then Comic Clown was like, oh, I've been playing it. It's well good. So I started streaming it thinking, like, because I don't know if you lot saw me stream F1. That was hilarious. I started playing F1 and I was the worst ever. Everyone was moaning at me. Everyone was saying about how bad I was. I was actually shouting on stream. If you're a, a sub to me, basically you can go back and watch that F1 stream, yeah? And you will piss your pants, literally. Uh, Jansen said at one point I got so angry... I just went all stiff, like, mm! and I was like, ah! and I just shouted for a good 30 seconds. I was getting so angry with it because I thought it had a managerial um, thing in it. Yeah, because we was talking about it. But then when you get into it, you have to drive the car. And I'm crap at driving the car. And I was crashing it. You could simulate. I'm sure it told me you could like, you can up, simulate, but you can't watch the like... race. Yeah. Right. Nick, Nick, you missed every apex oh, really? in the game. Literally every apex you missed. I know. Uh, it was so frustrating. Anyway, getting off of that, I got rid of that game because I got so stressed out. And I thought, right, I'm putting Wasteland 3 on. And the thing is, um, 
a lot of people were like, oh, Wasteland 3 is going to be boring. And uh, I got into it, and I thought people on stream might get a little bit bored of it. But actually, Jansen came in, and he's like, this game's crap. Look at it. It looks rubbish. You're walking around. It's boring and slow, as he normally does. He just cut it up bad. But then when I spoke to him two hours later after the stream, he said, you know what? I was watching you play that game. I wouldn't play it, but it actually got me hooked. I was actually following the story, and I was getting involved, sitting in my van watching you. Um, and it's funny because I get a lot of viewers playing that game. I get up to like 20, 20 plus viewers. Um, and it's a game that I wouldn't normally put with a lot of viewers. But the good thing about it is when I was playing it, I've loved it. It's, it's, it's basically a bit like your Divinity series, like a Divinity Original Sin, but they're fantasy. This is like, uh, Fallout Wasteland sort of world. And you, you take your characters around and you can design your characters and build your characters and find new ones. And one good thing I've got on my stream is, is I have channel points. So if you get 10,000 points and it's high the points because I can't have loads of people doing it. If you do it, you're in the game for a long time. And I've actually graded it and he's actually built his character. Grey Gamer. Ha, I'm Grey Gamer 25. He's in my game, I'm, man. I'm in the game. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. It was funny a couple of people were tech, were uh, chatting and they thought that I was co-oping. Yeah. And, and <laughs> he's telling no, no, no. I created a character. You named it that. It was pretty funny, but. <laughs> Hey, by but, the way, is my character still alive? Because I was in and out. Yeah, you're still day. alive. I haven't, and no yeah. one's died yet, so I don't know in the game if when you die you're perma death or if it brings you back or if everybody dies in game over. I'm not sure because I've got a feeling what happens if you die and then someone else dies, someone else dies, but one guy stays alive. I think all of you come back alive to life. Oh, um, cool. but I think if they all die, game's over. So if... it is, but um, they should have perma death as a post-launch feature. I remember reading that. Oh really? Because yeah. the other the other thing that I was gonna do is the problem I'll get is if someone else uh, puts the channel points down to get their character, I'll have to start switching people. So I might do it where if someone puts down the ten thousand points and they get there to build their character, their character gets swapped out with you. But then you need to build the points back up to swap your character back in. Okay, that sounds pretty cool way of doing it. Actually. Yeah. So if if Gray wants to have his character the highest level out of all the people playing the game with me. You've got to work on the points to keep your character in the game, which means you've got to be watching the stream, which is good for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, how, how long are you going to let the first character go before you have to do another 10,000? Well, it'll be as soon as someone puts down the 10,000, won't it? But the 10,000... Like, let's say, for instance, somebody wants to put 10,000 down, but I want to keep my character and not have them swap You better out. get the stream open, innit? Wait for your 10,000 yeah, points. I, right, that's what I'm saying. So when do I know when to put another 10,000? As soon as you've got 10,000 points. Oh, no, wait a minute. Because I could get 10,000 points fast for all I know. No, because the so, points, you get the points by watching the stream. Yeah, but but somebody else might have the 10,000 as well as me. Yeah, but that's so, the whole point of it. So say Comic Clown. He's got probably 30,000 points racked up, yeah? Mm -hmm. And basically, if he put down the 10,000 points and then you put down the points, yeah, and you take the character, if he's got the 20 there, he's going to put it down again. You're going to have to wait until you get your points back up. <laughs> I thought that'd be a good good way of doing it. Don't you think, Ant? Yeah, sounds um, cool. It sounds Yeah, it does sound fun. Um, anyway, I'm going to get back to the game, stop talking about the channel points. Um, so I started playing it. And it, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's exactly like the older one, but much better graphics. It's got a lot more, um, like, upgrades and stuff like that. And it's got some really, really funny voice actors. There, I came across this Scottish guy, 
um, yeah, in that. game, and right. he was hilarious, man. And he had all the lingo that a, a, a proper person from Scotland would have, which words I don't even know. Um, so they've done their research on all of the voice acting and stuff like that. And the storylines are well funny. Um, there's one point point where you go into a nightclub, and this is a bit uh, uprated, so I'll try and tone it down. You go into a nightclub and strip bar, and you go upstairs, and there's all these like men and women that you, that you can go and see. And there's one that's called the Joker, yeah? And you go and see, you open the doors, and it's a giant goat. Like... <laughs> It, and it's like the it's the funniest stuff I've seen in game for ages. The way you play it, like you're just watching, thinking what? And you, it's like, do you want to basically play with the goat? And then if you do it, the screen goes black and you hear all goat noises and stuff. But it's like I was I was like, man, what is going on with my stream? Like it's X rated or what? But um, yeah, the game is is really really funny, and lots of people have been following it. And I've definitely decided that I'm going to follow through on that game Monday and Wednesday. Um, and then Friday will be something else. Um, I'm just going to catch up with some of the chat. Um, Falcor says, in Wasteland 2, I thought it was permadeath. Um, I'm not sure. I can't remember. It was so long ago. Um, Hans, do you know? Has Hans died? Hans gone. He's no, dead. No, here. He's on the toilet, isn't he? He's like muting, trying to squeeze <laughs> it out. Like, oh man, they're talking to me. No. <laughs> um, I don't remember actually. Uh, last thing I remember there was uh, blowing up some some town and have the map, and I couldn't access have the map anymore. But I don't remember so, that. Yeah, the thing with the train. Just the flashback I have. There was this train, and there was some nukes on there, and they exploded for some reason. Don't know why anymore. Are you not talking about Fallout? No, no, that's not Fallout. That's was Wasteland 2. Oh, right, because that happens in Fallout as well. Yeah, but that's different. In Fallout, you can actually blow up a whole town. Yeah, the town disappears off the map. This is Wasteland. There was a particular part of the map I couldn't access for a while because of the... Oh, right. I can't remember. Anyway, um, Callum says, uh, how similar is it to XCOM? Um, It's totally different to XCOM. So, basically, the turn-based goes on XCOM is literally a turn-based where you, you... take it in turns from each character you have time units that part is pretty similar when you get into battle but when you're outside of battle you're literally top down you've got five characters and you can just it's like diablo you can click anywhere on a map you just walk around that part of the map you search things and it's only when you come to into people that want to fight you you switch into that mode and i've got to say one feature i liked is they've made the new version where all characters will simultaneously shoot and fight so instead of you going like, oh, I do this, then Grey does that, then Ant does that, and then it goes to the enemy team, and it's like, he does that, then he has his go, and he has his go, in order, which is, that's how I like it, they let you switch, and I could basically switch it so that I could have it one turn at a time for stream, so people can see who's what's going on, but, but when you play the game normally, all of them will just fight, you'll just click all your people who you want them to shoot at, and all that team and all this team will just shoot each other all in one go. Um, I didn't like it like that because I thought it was too confusing. There was um, another game that did that too. I think, uh, was it Gears Tactics that allowed you to do that too? Um, maybe, because oh, no, Gear Tactics uh, is very similar. Yeah, or it might have been Desperado. No, I think it was Desperados 3 when I was playing the demo. You could actually set up the movements like you're saying, hit execute. And then the two characters would just do whatever. Whatever you told them to do. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny. No, I don't think in chat no one's ever done that before, Mystic Dude, but you did, which is pretty cool. Mystic Dude uses Thousand Points in channel to make it only emotes. 
So uh, <laughs> anyone that wanted to ask questions about the game, you're done for a little while. <laughs> Fair play. He's like, oops, what have I done here? Nah, it's all good, man. <laughs> but yeah, that that will come off in the minute. I don't know how long it um, lasts for. It's going to be the rest of the pod. <laughs> oh, well, Eric's, Eric's written nice, so he's all right. <laughs> so it seems to be all good. But yeah, um, if anyone's got any, if any of you guys got any questions about the game, what did you think of it? I thought what the when you had made my character and then you used all the uh, the the perks in Animal uh, Whisperer, I thought it was hilarious. All of a sudden, I have a chicken, a, a a dog, a cat, and the chicken is like attacking people with some real power. He's like killing people. Yeah, yeah, the chicken's cat... killing people one shot. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. And then the cat comes over and bites him when he gives him rabies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it's that's another thing in the game that's different on this one slightly. Um, each character. Obviously, you can have all of these different, um, like you start off having like normal attributes like your strength or your speed and stuff like basic ones. But then you get much deeper character customizations like um, toaster or like fixing toasters or you can have like um, lockpick or explosives. There's loads of different ones. But then you also get like these big boy upgrades where you can get a certain amount of points and you can get special abilities. And the, the the tree just gets deeper and deeper and deeper, which is really really cool. But yeah, with Gray, when I was when I was designing Gray, because what you've got to try and do is you've got to try and keep everyone on your team. So say I have, um, how do I explain this? Say I have um, weapons mods. I can select say Gray to be the weapons mods guy. So I give him full stats in that, and I try and build up his stats in weapons modifying. And if he's on the team of five people. He can constantly upgrade weapons for everyone. But then there might be a healer. If I want that person to heal, I'll have to get them to upgrade all their healing. But what I did is, I'd done all of them very randomly at the beginning. And I made Grey the animal lover. So he basically has perks where he can talk to the animals. So like, in-game, he goes up to like this little cat and talks to it. And all his like hearts come off of it. And I didn't realise what he was doing. But then that cat, because he's charmed it, because he's a chicken charmer... He got a chicken, a cat, um, and I think there was another animal as well. There was a robot chicken. He wasn't high enough yet to take on the robot chicken. Cyborg, cyborg yeah, cyborg chicken. chicken. Um, but what happens is when you go into battle, he charms all the animals, and they all walk in there, and they start killing people like like a chicken. Like you're just playing the game, and then a chicken walks in, jumps up, pecks the guy in the face. He dies, and I'm like, what's going on? And it's because Gray's like the chicken man. That's it, man. I charm all the animals. Yeah, but okay, you just convinced me. I need to play the game now. <laughs> I can't charm. The, I can't charm the goat though. The goat has his own thing going. I'll tell you what. I do get a lot of hands, which you should be very aware of. Is I do a um like a talk about a game that I've been playing, and everyone thinks I'm a bit of a Jack and Ori. Got the story in that, and uh, people like go, you you spoke about this game on a podcast, and I just made me want to buy it, so I bought it. It's crap. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, well, I'm good at what I yeah. do. <laughs> Let's just say that if you buy Wasteland, you know what you're buying, probably. Yeah, true. Um, but it's actually free on Game Pass, though, isn't it? At the moment? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on Xbox Game Pass, it's free. Cool. Um, and it's like a forty-five pound game, and you know you could get into it and complete it before they get rid of it off Game Pass. So uh, I would definitely say to people, play it. Right. Massively, massively open world. Go wherever you want. Uh, all different types of places. They've got car customizations. This time you've got a car to go from area to area. And I haven't got into the customizations yet. I'm going to do that in the next go, which will be Monday. Um, but I've got like horns for the front of my car. And I think it's like, there's so many different things to upgrade. It's just, I love it. Loads of weapons, everything. So 
Um, Wasteland 3, check it out, people. Right, let's move on. Gray, what have you been playing, dude? Um, I finally got around to playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I and what have you been like playing, a... mate? Oh, man. <laughs> you, you picked the best Star Wars game there is. It it was really it is really good. I started playing up two or three hours yesterday, and the thing I liked right away was I thought this, I really liked the story, but I really liked the feel of the game. That's what I really liked. The, the whole Star Wars feel, like the original trilogy, started really coming out of the game, and that's what I've been missing from the stupid movies I've done the last three of them. So I've been really enjoying the game a lot. It really makes you feel like a Jedi. The the fighting uh, 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 scheme, the, the gameplay is really good. Uh, he does all kinds of things with his lightsaber. He has force powers, etc. Um, if you play on the harder modes, it's going to be really difficult. Um, yeah. I played, I played on the normal mode, and that was a little difficult. And I found myself not quite enjoying the story as much, so I decided to go to easy, which I usually never do. But I did this, and, and I found that I really enjoy the story a lot more on the easy mode. I, I can explore more things. Um, I can do more do more stuff. It's a lot of fun. It, I, I recommend the game. It's it's really excellent. First good Star Wars game in decades. Years. I don't think decades. I played a Star Wars. I was trying to be kind with years. But yeah, decades. <laughs> Question for you: uh, How far you actually got in it? Pardon? How far have you got in it? Um, I mean, not that far. I've gotten uh, two, three hours worth. I'm already exploring one planet. I'm looking for the uh, the the academy or whatever they're calling that building. Oh yeah. Uh, you have to rebuild the order. Or whatever, and I know there's a tree. You know, I, I see the tree and stuff, and what you can do. You can build your forest powers. You can go into lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You can do more with your health. Um, I'm kind of focusing on doing a little more with the force powers, and then maybe start with more of the lightsaber stuff. Um, but it's pretty cool. There was like these parts where there's these spinning blades, and the only way to get them to stop is use your force power. So you just go boom, and the blades stop immediately, and you can walk through them, and then they start up again. Yeah, it's got so, a real two-meter feel to it when you play it because the way you've got like problems solve some puzzles yeah. and stuff. It's a game that I played. It does get a lot. As soon as you leave that first island, it gets even harder, even yeah, on the easy mode. It, it is a hard game because uh, some people, back when it came out, even compared with Dark Souls, which is yeah. overrated, of course. I mean, it's it's not that hard as Dark Souls. But if you play in the hardest difficulty, which which I tried also because I like a challenge, it is hard. And then you get to Dark Souls level of difficulty at some point. Yeah, see, me, that's, that's not an enjoyable game because I hated Dark Souls. So when I started hearing some oh. of this, it kept me from buying the game initially, the Star Wars uh, Jedi. So I decided, eh, I'm going to do it. It's half price. I bought it. And I'm happy I did so far. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm not knocking the fact that people like Dark Souls for what it is. No, I just no, don't like, I don't like to die 1,000 times before I can, you know, hope to beat whatever. <laughs> that's me and F1, man. It, it is still my <laughs> dream at some point to see Nick stream Dark Souls. <laughs> Man, you do realise how I got back into streaming, don't you, Hans? So, remember when Fallout came out, and they had yeah. all the issues, they pissed off all of their community, and everybody went mad, and I went absolutely sour on them. I hated it, because I waited so long for that game, and I wanted it to be so good, and it was just so bad to start with. It's currently very, very good. They've redeemed everything in that game. But the reason why I started playing it is because I said I'm going to start doing regular Twitch streams now that I've got my days free. And um, basically, I said to the community, like, what, what do you want me to play? What would you like to see me stream? And everybody trolling me was like, play Fallout 76, because they wanted to see me get stressed right out. Um, and I, the thing is, it backfired because I started playing it, and it was well good. Yeah, they added NPCs, and then the game became a lot better, apparently. Yeah, it's, mu- it's a really good game now. You know, I still don't like all the... I don't like all the mini transactions and buying little bits here and there. I, I don't really like that pay-to-win stuff, like buying all 
um, packs to fix all your guns and stuff back up. I don't really like all that. Um, but the game, if you're just going to play it with just a couple of mates, really, really good. I'll check it out then. I had one stream where I had about eight people following me around. Sorry, Gray. I was going to plug the magazine again because in there there was, uh, besides Ant's Pip Boy, which is pretty amazing that he did, was that guy that built the whole computer to look like a, uh, like part. And he had all the aging done on it and it looked really good. It looked like it was a hunk of junk, uh, that had yeah. been laying around for years and it wasn't, obviously. In uh, fact, the magazine even, even, on, even on the tubing, he had painted it that brown rusty color. So the tubing looked like it was rusted tubes and yeah. it really looked good. I was, I was like surprised how good that looked. <laughs> and the internet is poo, isn't it? Right, <laughs> now replaced by cat that looks like Alf. <laughs> that's my zombie oh. cat and it's not elf it's gonna be like that and just push it but I can't wait he's back oh, he's yes. coming back yeah. sorry people it's my fault <laughs> are, and you uh, really need to get yeah. some decent internet man what are you on two megs a second yeah oh, wait, he's, frozen. he's frozen now <laughs> yeah it's so bad here uh, Callum said do you think they'll do the same thing with Elder Scrolls 6 in terms of what? You mean... Uh, Life server? Um, no, no, no. The Elder Scrolls is going to be a single-person experience, pretty sure of it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it will, too. Why, why, why wouldn't it be? First Cheers, of all, Eric. it's not going to come out for about five years, so I don't even want to bother talking about it. It's got so long. They're not even beginning work on it. Y- just, you're optimistic. Yeah. You only have a title screen, so... <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to that space game they was bringing out? they they done, like, a press release. Um, It was that... Uh, what game thing was it? Oh, well, they did all the games, the big massive releases. And they were like, there's this new space game coming out. And they put up like just one static screen. It's like, we'll tell you more about it later. I think it's still coming, but it's been a long time. But what is the uh, game? Starfield, you mean? Is it Starfield? Yeah. Anyone heard about that? Anyone seen anything happen with that? I haven't seen anything uh, since 2018 or something from that game. Yeah, I told you what they were doing there. with that nobody even knows what the heck it is okay yeah that's what i said before wasn't it i remember saying on the day it's like it must have been like they was all having a cup of tea in the morning it was like oh shit was it gamescom or something what was it it was that what's the games oh what's it called it was e3 and it's like they all having their coffee in the morning did you realize c3 tomorrow and they're like no shit it's e3 tomorrow and it's like imagine them all in the little in the staff room e3 tomorrow big boss is like you lot better come up with something i can't believe you forgot it again and then one of them's like i'll tell you what Let's make up a static picture. We put on a TV screen. We build some big hype around it. We be like, "This new game's coming out. It's going to come out soon." <laughs> and then that was it. And then that's it. Just disappeared. All our visions is. Did you ever watch the TV show Workaholics? No, no. Oh, it's hilarious. So it's about like these three groups of like teenage stoners that work in like this <laughs> office. So like that, literally leave everything till the last minute all the time. And it's just yeah, I just had the vision of like. All right. Have you seen? Like, have you seen the It Crowd? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Have show. you seen that, Grey? No, never heard of it. All right, so watch this. Anyone that hasn't seen it yet, if you want to see something hilarious, and I mean proper hilarious, yeah, and it's a bit about computer games and stuff, it's it's called The IT Crowd. There's a girl called Jen, and there's uh, two blokes, an Irish bloke, um, and what's the other one's name? I can't remember his name now. Oh. Uh, it. No. <laughs> Moss. Moss. And basically, one's um, a proper geek... The other one's pretty chilled out, and then the girl, she has no idea about computers, but she works in the, they work in the basement of this massive building, they're the IT crowd, and it's just all the situations they come into, yeah, it's just, it's well funny. Um, yeah, it's 
like one of them they go to a conference and and she's like look i've got to do a um i've got to do a, a what do you call it a what's it when you stand up in front like in the conference presentation i've got to do a presentation um and it, it needs to be something to do with computers like can you guys just give me something right now and one of them hands her like a box here and it goes this is the internet the whole of the internet is in this box and she gets up here yeah, and they think like she walks out of the room and they both start pissing themselves laughing yeah and they're like hey, this is going to be so funny she's going to go up in front of all the big wigs yeah and she's going to tell them that the internet's in a box and she's got it on the desk thinking that and they're all laughing about it going she's going to look like such an idiot she gets up there yeah, and she's like she's doing a press conference she's like everyone i have the internet in this box and every single person in the room cause they have no idea about computers they're like <gasps> Wow, that is so amazing. You've got the internet in that very box. And then something happens, doesn't it? And it gets knocked on the floor yeah, and damaged. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh no, the internet's broken. And it's yeah, well yeah. funny. But if you haven't seen it, it's pretty... It's... Um, I'm not sure. Um, because sometimes when it's only over UK, we can't get it at all unless it streams. Well, that's... Do you know what? Yeah, one thing I was going to say... I was going to say at the beginning of the stream, but I forgot is... Has anybody seen... We'll get back to the games in a minute. Has anyone seen the new... There's a new Twitch um, channel, like, uh, category. Um, I can't remember what it's called. They sent me an email for it. It's like movies or something. And basically, you're now allowed... I can stream a film on Twitch, and it's legal with... Like, they don't have to worry about, like, uh, copyright or anything. And basically, you can all log in and watch a film with me, and we talk about it, or a program. It's anything that's on Amazon Prime or Amazon... And basically, what I can do is, it, it takes my camera and it puts it in the chat where the chat boxes are. So where you guys are all talking in the chat right now, my camera would come up at the top of that chat box and the whole screen would be the program. And like, say the it crowd, we could literally watch that and talk about it and have a laugh whilst we're watching it and just chat in the community. Um, I know a lot of people in the community were like, look, I'd rather watch it on film night how we do it, where we've got 20 of us and we're all watching each other's faces. That will still happen. I still want to do movie night. And Ant, you normally look after movie night. Um, so that's cool. But I might actually do like, say the IT crowd once a week, we watch an episode, people come on and we watch. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. It'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? I was going to yeah. do like all the 80s movies, like the Goonies, Back to the Future, like all the proper 80s ones um, and just see how it goes for streaming. And this would be an extra stream, not affecting any of my streams already. So it could be like a Saturday or Sunday night. Um but I thought it'd be a good idea if people would want to come in, watch a film and just have a laugh, you know? Um, but yeah, check out the IT crowd if no one's seen it. Gray, you've got to try and get hold of the IT crowd. It's awesome. It's brilliant. They're yeah. doing a, a show on, uh, I think it's Apple TV, uh, about uh, video game makers too. I can't remember the name. Devs. No, 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 it's not that. Um, oh, God, I can't think of the name. I'll, I'll get it for next week. Uh, Vogan said you um, can get it on YouTube. You can watch them on YouTube. Well, if it's on Netflix, like Anne said, then that's that, great. I'll go look. I'll that's go. where the famous saying comes from. Uh, have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's did you guys true. ever see, uh, if you had HBO or whatever, did you ever see Silicon Valley? No, I think that might be, a, is that a copy of it? It, was, uh, it might be. You Americans or... like to copy our funny programs and make them not funny anymore. Silicon Valley is really good. It was an HBO. It ran for six years. It was great. Hilarious. All IT stuff, like, you know, kind of like you're saying, but really, really good. Um, if you guys get a chance to see them on, or if anybody has HBO or HBO Max or whatever, you should be able to pick them up. 
but yeah. uh, really it, funny. It's funny because even you, Ant, you just put that comment in the chat, which I thought was quite funny. I, ha- I remember Jen coming in and saying, I have it on good authority that if you type Google into Google, you will break the internet. <laughs> How many of you trying to type Google into Google? Have any of you ever typed barrel roll into into Google? Barrel roll? No. I don't know if it still works. Type it in there and see if it works. It's pretty funny. Spinning around. Am yeah, I going to regret this? It starts spinning around. It's well funny. <laughs> but loads of people... Like, uh, but there's loads of them. Alexa? Yeah, if you say to Alexa or to Siri on your iPhone, uh, oh God. Uh, Siri, can you do a beatbox? And she'll start beatboxing to you. Yeah. Oh, if you you know what? If you're a if you're a Star Trek fan, just uh, tell Alexa to fire to uh, fire photon torpedoes. Tell her to beam you up, and they do all the stuff on Star Trek. They just start nice. she start starts becoming our Star Trek and doing the sound effects and everything. Anyway, we're getting off on a tangent, but it's a good one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, Star Wars. We're starting to get the game. It's a lot of fun. It's a blast. Uh, Cheers. Before we move on, Callum says, uh, has anyone seen Halt Catch, and F- Catch Fire? Uh, Halt and Catch Fire, sorry. Uh, it's more serious, but it's like an alternate timeline of the 80s, etc. IBM, the first laptops, etc. I've never heard of it. I might no, check that out, no. though. No. Nope, never heard of it at all. Definitely Who, take a look. Anybody streaming it? You guys tell us if they're streaming, man. Put the streaming <laughs> service in there. If it's real. If man. it's not on streaming, it ain't real. Right, and what game have you been playing, dude? I have only been playing one game for the past month, and that was Horizon Zero Dawn. Where did he come from? Bullet. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Yeah, he was ready. Uh, He's fine. Go ahead. He's like, I I come back here, and you treat me like this. I'm off. I'm out. I've had enough. (laughs) I am still here. Go on, on. Sorry, I thought you said my name. So I have been playing, surprise, surprise, Football Manager. But around that, I have been playing a game called Observation, which is on the Xbox Game Pass. I was Hans is obsessed with football as well. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Observation is a cool game. Um, I was looking for something a little different to play. So in this game, you play a computer system aboard the ISS or a similar sort of space station. Um, and the game starts with uh, the crew seemingly dead, or at least there's one survivor. Um and you're this computer system, you take control of all the cameras and stuff, and you've got to um, build the links back up in the system. It's done like a film and like a thriller. The graphics are really good, actually. Um, and um, the base station ends up getting sucked away from Earth and ends by being by Saturn. And you get some really cool graphics of being near Saturn. Um, um, like yeah, and you, you get like these puzzles, like all of a sudden like, something could be happening in the ship. And you've got to try and link one camera up to another partnership because you're trying to see what happens. So you get like these little mini puzzles that you've got to try and sort out. Um, but it's like really quick. You'll get all some 30 seconds to try and figure it out. And you're like, what are the buttons? I don't know what I'm doing. So you're trying to figure out what the buttons are and what you're trying to do in like this short time. And it's, yeah, it's like it gets you thinking really quickly. Um, I spent a couple of hours on it and um, I'm definitely going to go back and try and complete the game. Did you get the spacewalk or anything? Uh, I haven't got that far, but from what I've seen, it does... It, I mean, because you play a computer system in the spaceship, you don't actually play a person. So hmm. you, I think you get to see someone do a, um, a spacewalk, but you obviously don't do it yourself because you're not controlling anyone individually. You're sort of controlling cameras and 
uh, you open doors and stuff and you, you put out fires and things like that um which is quite cool but you're trying to work out uh you're helping the person that survived work out what's happened to the other people in the sh in the ship um and it's really well done um i don't know if anyone in the community has tried it or played it but um i'll certainly work recommend it i mean it's free on the game pass if you have the game pass in it's free of course i haven't even seen observation i've not even heard of it or anything no it's not been out either. about a year but it's um it's really well done to be honest with you um the graphics are really impressive i'm sitting there looking at the chat and they're sitting there going like midlife crisis yeah, I know. Uh, i'm trying i'm trying to listen to Ant, but i'm also trying to keep up with these lot basically they're coming in saying that my beard looks elantly black and dark and fresh but and I, it then. yeah because it's yeah, but proper gray under here man look proper gray in there but what happens is i get this bit here that goes gray like this little badger boy patch yeah and what actually happened was i said to my missus yeah i might just dye it like because i've got like dark my hair's pretty dark on top as well like it's not that much difference like look it's pretty dark like but i dyed it and i got like a dark brown yeah like a normal brown like my hair is and what happened is I put it on and washed it off and didn't make any difference to the greys. It was just like made it look more like even. And then so I was basically like, man, that that's pointless. And then so I went and got a darker shaded one, yeah? And I thought I'd try that. And I put it on and I read the instructions. I was like, blah, 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 blah. And I noticed it said, oh, leave it for five minutes. So I was like, oh, I didn't leave the last one for five minutes. So I put this one on and left it for five minutes. I washed it off, man. It was black, like all over. But the thing is, I've got to be honest, when it fades after like a week, this looks better. Because in real life, it doesn't look like it does on this camera. This camera makes me look like I've got a black beard. Like in real life, honestly, this is brown. It's not like black. It's because I've got the lights and everything and I'm in a dark room and stuff. <laughs> Captain Blackbeard. But yeah, um, what happened is I put it on and I left it five minutes and then I realised I didn't do that on the other one. So the other one didn't dye it, but then this one over dyed it. So it went completely black. But then, to be fair, I actually like it darker. I think it looks better darker. So, yeah, whether I'm holding so, on to youth, whether it's a midlife crisis, I don't give no, a I toss. Think, I think, I'm dying. It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes one great gamer and one trying to cling to the last shred of youth. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, it's quite funny because, like, I'll go. I, I, this is a real story for you. I went to a skate park in. Um, Oh, where was it? In Paddington. And I went there with my daughter. She's 14, yeah? And I've got aggressive skates on. She's got aggressive skates on. Now, I I skate up to the park, yeah? And there's two dudes in there. They looked about 50, yeah? No lie, they looked about 50. I walk in there, and the dude's like, oh, when did you start skating again, dude? I was like, I ain't skated for like 20, 25 years or something, man. 20 years or whatever. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I'm well old as well. And like, I just got back into it. And I thought he looked about 50, yeah? So I was thinking, man, you are old, but you're doing pretty well for skating at that age. He goes, yeah, I'm 30. I was like, what? I'm 10 <laughs> years older than you nearly. Like, And I looked, no lie, you're talking about midlife crises, yeah? When I go out, I still people still think I look about 30. Same with Jansen. When we go out, we don't look that old. But like, so you lot saying midlife crisis, I don't care because I'm looking fresh when I go out. <laughs> Whether his beard is grey or black, it don't matter. And... To be honest, I'm a lot fitter than most people. Me and Vegan walked all the way to Brighton the other day. Uh, bear in mind, we did get sick when we got back because we burnt yeah, ourselves we up. 
<laughs> but like I go, I'm I'm proper fit. Like I could pick up my missus and run a mile with her if I wanted to. Like we're gonna do the free peaks as well, aren't we? Yeah, that'd be great fun, man. Anyone's up for the free peaks? We're gonna be doing that as well, which is gonna be cool. So uh, stick your midlife crisis shell up where the sun don't shine. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you can carry on now. I just, have to, I just had to explain the beard. No, so I'm more or less um, done explaining the game. Um, if you guys had any questions. I spent more time explaining my beard than you did the game. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I only spent, what, maybe two hours on it, so I've not yeah, spent yeah. a massive amount of time on it um, to really comment fully um, about the progression of the story or how long the game lasts or anything like that. Um, but I don't think it's a massively long game. But it's certainly different aspects. Is it an indie game? um, I'm not too sure because the graphics look pretty good if it is an indie game. Um, Yeah. I I can't remember who who made it. To be honest, I don't really look out for that sort of thing usually. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. All right, man. Um, Right. So uh, Um, um, Maggle, known as Ant Jr., wants to to talk about his game. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. I... Oh, just he, he just turned into so. Churchill. <laughs> Do you remember the dog? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, Hanji. Come on, all we've done is cuss you up, man. He ain't coming Don't back worry. for another ten years. That's, uh, <laughs> take two years. I mean, um, no, we I'm do. Coming back, I'm coming back when I get my thirty eighty. By the way. Cool, that's perfect. Um, we've still got some questions and stuff anyway, um, so we'll move on to that because we've got a few questions in hand. You'll probably be interested in some of these questions as well. Uh, so what we do is, firstly, um, Gray, do you just want to say about your um, Division 2, how well the clan's going and stuff? Yeah, just a quick uh, community shout-out. Uh, remember, every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. UK time, we do a Division 2 clan night. It's been going on about six weeks now, and we always get a, a crowd of about 8 to 12 people coming in. Here's and... the Discord link, so you can all get into our Discord for it. And we have a real, we have a good fun time, so uh, join the fun. Um, and one thing I just did want to say while we're on this... Did you see the latest news that's just come out about uh, Division 2 and how they're bringing a 100-story building, DLC or whatever, or add-on, and you and your crew have to make it to the 100th floor? Yeah, yeah they've been amazing. about it for quite a while. I think fans were driving that one. Really? I'm right. They're maybe, just maybe one day, I'll be back Yeah, you Division 2. Wow. I keep telling you to do that, and I'll join you on the stream. Oh, I've just like got that. too many games at the moment. The only That's trouble the... with that, you you have to have Warlords to be able to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah All, right. Really... all right. Well, anyway, let's move on to the questions. Are you all prepared for these questions? Well, we're more have or you, less. Have you all looked at the answers? Yes. Right, here we go. I'm going to read out the questions as normal, and then I'll let everybody and the chat, uh, bit by bit, everyone can just say what their views are on the questions. Uh, you know, sometimes you might think different things to us. We might be pros at computers, but you might know better. So <laughs> the thing is, you're always learning. Do you know what? I've had loads of people before in the past where they say like, oh, no, but you do realize this. You do realize that. You're always learning, man. Never think you're the best at something. Because right. you're probably not. Right. Unless it's me in bed. Um, anyway, <laughs> with this beard. Uh, right. Let's move on. Uh, so first question is from Jammer. And he says, uh, what do you... Um, let me move this over here because it's right uh, over there. I can't see nothing. So what do you currently think 2020's Game of the Year? I, I want to ask a question, though, before I answer that. Is it games that may have been ported over and, and they came out this Anything. year? Okay. Okay. Then if that's the case, then I would go Horizon Zero Dawn. 
for a game. Uh, yeah, I would have to go Half-Life Alex. Really? Yeah. That's only I'm... in VR, that game, isn't it? I, know. I have a feeling that it's going to be right up there. Really? Yeah. I think I, I don't know about that because because it, it's not as widely known out of outside of VR. Yeah, it, but it made a big impact on VR. It's it's the yeah. VR pusher, so to speak. No, I agree with you there, but I thought they were going to come out. Well, I hear rumors are going to supposed to come out with a normal version yeah. of it. But um, come to think about it, when you actually look at all the games that came out th- until this year, I think we're looking at The Last of Us Part Two. I didn't play the game, but it gets a massive hype train and that's, all that's the, probably going to win it yeah it's emotional blackmail they're using emotions to make people get game of the year you know what i'm really glad you said that because that's exactly the way i think too <laughs> yeah. is it really i was just taking yeah. a piss but yeah everyone no, i it, see that it, plays it that i mean you made a good point you made a very good point i'm not I saying mean, it's not a good game and, and i've been hearing lots of things on how good it is but I, but i do think partially what you said is true if you touch someone's heart then there, there's going to be more more backlash from it i believe but see not not to, to, to belabor witcher 3 again but the point is that in that game there was plenty of times where i felt the same way about the characters but you still enjoyed the fact that it was quite a different game what's everybody think out there what's your games you think a game in a year um animal crossing <laughs> yeah well a lot of people are talking about animal crossing but the thing is you can't knock that i, no, I honestly it's gonna be right up there but you know how sure. i normally i'm like look we're talking about pc gaming here um, I always, I always say this to people: is Nintendo, like, if you said PlayStation or Xbox, I'd be like, yeah, that's not PC gaming, that's just consoles. But I sort of feel like Nintendo's in a world of their own; like, they're not the same as everything else. So I do still think Nintendo's in the game. Like, if I was playing a Nintendo game, I probably would review it on here because it's not, it's not a PlayStation or a console. It's like, it's a Nintendo, man. Yeah, but Nintendo also never tried to be a PC. Exactly. Which the other companies do. Yeah, sure. that's. I think yeah. that's the issue there. Um, and Animal Crossing. I've actually played Animal Crossing for like, I don't know how many hours, man. And that game, everybody I know plays it. Uh, my kids play it. We all play it together. So Animal Crossing. As much as there's a joke sign in the chat, Callum, I think if that's included, will be one of the leading uh, games because it's just massive. It's yeah. It's gonna be right up there. Uh, Mystic dude says uh, PC equals Doom. Console is Final Fantasy Remake. Uh, Doom, I don't know about Game of the Year, but it's good. I think it should have some awards. The original Final Fantasy is my favourite all-time game, and I'm just too scared to play the remake because I just think it will ruin my childhood. (laughs) Ruin your childhood. That's (laughs) when you know you've got to worry when your memories are so good of something that you don't want to play the future game because they messed it up. Do you know what I don't like what games do? I don't like it when you like a game because it's a certain way. So you play an old school game like Zelda Link to the Past and you like it because it's simplicity of what it is. And then they go, we're going to bring a new one out. And you go, yes, a new one's coming out. And then what they do is they make a totally different game and it's crap. Or they change like all the settings in it, say different views or something like that. They make it 3D. You know, I could go back to Link to the Past and someone could remake it. All I would hope they would do is just put loads more weapons and loads more like different um things to pick up and stuff like items and make the map like 15 times as big could you imagine it on like a fallout scale map that'd be amazing wouldn't it probably would be my favorite now is ocarina of time actually oh mine's linked to the past but i don't think i played ocarina of time though that's why maybe i should play it just to see i'm in the same campus nick linked to the past yeah man yeah 
I gave up Nintendo a long time ago when PC games came out. I'm like, God, there's too many games to play. <laughs> I can't go back to Nintendo. For me, I don't uh, know. Go on, Hans. Uh, I said, I just emulate him. <laughs> no. uh, Mystic Dude says the Final Fantasy remake is true to the original, and when released on PC, will smash it out of the park. I've never played a Final Fantasy. I played one probably 20 years ago or something when I was a kid. Um, never really liked it. It was when you had like five characters and then they all came together like Pokemon. Is it still like that? It's a JRPG. It's a genre you need to be into or not. Mm. Yeah, I heard it was a good RPG and I, I've always wanted to try it. Now that it's going to come to PC and remade, maybe I'll give it a shot. Is, yeah. is it confirmed for PC yet? It's, it's coming, by the way. I'm just not sure it's confirmed yet. As far as I know, yeah. For sure. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. For, for my um game of 2020, I've got a feeling for me, and I'm totally different to everybody else because um I like strategy games, and I'm I'm very I prefer indie games to AAA games. For me, it's not about how big and special the game is; it's about how much like love and attention's gone into a game. Like um I like really quirky, weird ways of games are played. Like I played a game called oh what was it called? I can't remember what it's called. But it was the most basic hexagon game. It was like little hexagons, and and it was your imagination that was playing the game. Basically, it was a survival game, and you jump into this hexagon, and you pick up stuff off the floor, and you jump into that hexagon, and there might be a guy that's just a number fighting you. But it's all in your head. But I loved the way it was it was happening. Um, oh, Comic Clown said could be Flight Sim. That's a, that's yeah. that's a given. Could be that. That was, that was that's not a game. That's not yeah, a game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's still a game. Still classed as a game. No, it isn't. I don't think it's classed as a game. A simulator. It's not a game. I mean, uh, I don't think it's classed as an actual it's... game. That's what I mean. I don't think you can even enter the contest. Really? No, yeah, I, I don't think so. Can racing games in the contest? We, we need to pass that rule right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, like I was saying, I've got a feeling Wasteland Free might be my one, but I'm not I far enough. In. I'm not far enough mean. into it yet. Um, to be able to. If it was what games have I played this year, it'd be different probably. But at the moment, I'd say Wasteland Free. But um, hopefully that uh, answered your question, Jammer. Uh, let's get on to the next question. So the next one's from Friend or Foe, and he says, uh, "Are there any cooling solutions for M.2 heatsink replacements? Are there any? Are they any good? Um, I've noticed that my M.2 has at uh, times been hitting 80 degrees. Um, this being the package temperature, I'm going to put a small fan near it and see if that helps." But I wondered if the third party heatsinks heat sinks exist. Um, does anybody want to say anything about heatsinks or M.2s? Does anyone in chat know anything about them? Anyone wants to say anything, say it now. Uh, do you two want to go first or shall I go first? The only I'm thing I've got on mine, motherboard, is I've got a cover that sort of has a heatsink built onto my motherboard. Asus the, motherboard. Yeah. Yep. Which is yeah. the only thing I use. So the Asus motherboards, they come with like a little like metal plate that you put your. You peel off the two sides of the sticker on your um, M.2. You put it in, and then it, it basically puts it down, and it puts it on a sort of um, uh, what's it called? Heat spreader. Yeah, uh, I can't remember what it, like a thermal pad. And yeah. basically, the thermal pad goes on, it squashes it down, and that takes the heat. Um, they're they're designed to to work perfectly with what they need to do. But this is what I was saying. SS uh, M.2s actually need heat. Um, to work but then they need call to retain data so um, I, I did I, I, a piece of writing that I saw which sums it up easy is it's easier to write at higher temperatures but it's easier to retain data at the cooler temperatures so the thing is 
your M.2 will need to get hot to work to, uh, and then it needs to be called to keep the data there. So it's like a catch 22, but there are a lot of extra, to answer the question, there are a lot of extra um, heat sinks you can buy. You can buy um, RGB heat sinks, um, which you can put on manually. Like I know Aurus do them, they have their logo and it lights up. You can get water cooled in the Discord. Someone put a water cooled one, which I only saw today. And it comes with a little like plastic block or uh, like plexi block. Um, and it's got two small pipes coming out of it. And that goes up and then that spreads into um, having that water cooled, which would keep it like down in the 60, 70 degree mark, I'd think, um, at all times. So you can do them. And they will definitely work. Obviously, the bigger the heat, the heat spreader on there, the the, the cooler it's going to be. Um, but I think they just look cool. What do you lot think? Yeah, they can really add to your build. Um, with the Asus motherboard we was using, because we used an Aorus RGB, I had the option of taking the um, the heatsink off and then putting the actual uh, the chips into the motherboard and then putting the Asus metal bracket on. But there was no lights on it. So what I actually done is I left it off and then I just left it with the lights because when the computer's on in the dark, because it's dark in the case, you can't see all the edging around it, but you can see the, the RGB on it light up. So I thought that was pretty cool. What about you, Gray? Use an M.2 um, yet? I have an M.2 that's been on my computer for four years, but I haven't really thought about uh, heat sinks or anything. I have a do. It is an Asus board, but it's like, I think it's the Hero uh, 7 I have. Yeah. So I don't know if there was a, if that was in there, you know, the spreaders or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, Callum and Eric say that they, they, they see the coolers for sale everywhere and they're about $10. Yeah. They're only cheap little, um, little coolers because they're only like the size of an M.2. So they're really small. Um, that guy there says, I think they're overkill, but would love to see a build, um, that water cools a block I posted. Oh, it was you that posted it. That guy there, wicked man. That's why I saw it. Um, which, do you know what? I was tempted because do you know what? In my computer, I've got the Asus Maximus um, 11 Extreme um, and where my RAM slots are, so you get your RAM slots, on my board next to the RAM slots, there's another slot and it looks like a giant stick of RAM. But what it actually is, is a direct um, connection to the motherboard. So if I take that big slot out, like it looks like a giant RAM stick. I take the two sides off it and I can actually put M.2s on either side. What I could do, which would look well cool in there, is I could take the edging off. I could put two water coolers on either side. So there'll be like water cooling coming out of all the heat spreaders. It would look amazing. Um, something I'm tempted to do, but I'm not sure yet. If I could fit them on there, it would look cool. It would be like my RAM would have a cooling and then my M.2s would have water cooling as well. Um, so pretty cool. Uh, right. Anyone else got anything to say about M.2s? Not me. No. All good, all good. Right, last question of the day, and that is uh, from Tommy, and he says, uh, Hi all, been away for a while, getting back to normality finally, which I think everybody is right now. Um, just built a media rig and wanting to run some emulators, uh, controller-based stuff, etc. Um, so he wants it to run like it's basically an arcade machine. Um, have you guys got any experience on programs that allow the controller to let me roll scroll down uh be used with windows to allow full control not going to get a mouse and keys so i'd i'd need something similar to for like big screen on steam uh thanks all love love he says um hmm. now 
what I would say, have you lot, have any of you lot used any emulators? But do you just use the emulator each one individually or do you have a program that runs all of it? Not individually. Yeah, so basically... Use them individually. There is a program that you can use to to put them all together, so to speak. Yeah, so there's two programs out there. You've got one that's called Hyperspin. I wouldn't use Hyperspin. It's the right pain in the ass. Basically, Hyperspin, what it does is you take all your emulators and all the EXE files and you point them at Hyperspin um, and then you can design all the back-end you can hunt you can totally customize everything and i mean literally everything you can have it so that your computer starts up into that program so you don't see windows but it's very 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 hard um what i would say to use is a program called launchbox okay launchbox what that does is did anyone ever used to use what was the video uh program like netflix that you could have run on your nas um I can't think of what it's called. Does anyone use it? Gray, did you ever use it? Like you put mm. films, you put films onto your NAS. Uh, Plex, that's the one. Cheers, Callum. Oh, Plex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you remember how Plex used to be? You'd put your films on and you click a button and it would, it would like um, trawl the internet and it would find all the details about your films, wouldn't it? It'd give you all the information about the dates they were made and stuff like that. So yeah. if you go to Launchbox, you've got a paid version and you've got a free version. Now the free version is just as good but it's not in 3D. What this does is, this will allow you for every single console that you want to um, use as an emulator, You ba- it's already pre-built into the package. So what you do is you load up Launchbox and then you put all your emulators into the folders where they need to go and then you actually click in. So say you want to play um, Nintendo 64. What you do is you put a Nintendo 64 emulator, you build it into them into that program uh, a Game Boy, you build it into that program. And what it does, it links all of them together and it does what Plex does. It gets all of the information for every single game. Now, on the free version, you can get 2D images for all your games. But if you pay like $20 or something for the year, you actually get the 3D version. And what happens is, I don't know if any of you ever saw my arcade machine I had behind me. I was, it used to be there. And it had twin screens. Because you can use two screens on it as well. I used to have an arcade machine where when I turned the computer on, it would launch into Launchbox 3D. And so say it would come up and it would say Launchbox, it would have a custom Extreme PC UK video play when you power it on, like an 80s video. Then at the top of the screen, the first monitor, it would actually show you a PlayStation or a Game Boy and you could just press left or right with a joystick and it would go Game Boy, PlayStation, Sega, whatever, click a button and then it goes into that, that console. That console shows at the top like Mega Drive and then all you do is you flick left and right to go through all your games and it, it lets you have like... 3D cartridges, you can have the boxes, you can have like the Japanese version boxes, you can have whatever you want, you can have the data, and you can basically choose hundreds of customizations of what, how you want it to show, but basically it gives it to you all like an arcade machine, like when you used to play at the chip shop, you literally press uh, PlayStation, show you a thousand games, left, 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 play every single game, and then what happens is it loads that emulator, but hidden in the background, um, but check it out, Launchbox, it's an amazing program, and it's fun to play with as well, like, you can play around with it, and um, I've done it all, I'm not ever going to do it again, I've built an arcade machine, and I actually got rid of the arcade machine, I sold it for a massive profit, um, which was really good, um, but yeah, well good, uh, and it's called Launchbox, so check that out. Anyone else got any information on that? Yeah, I no. used Launchbox also, it's, it's a really good program, I did have the big box version, 
Yeah, that's the, that's the um, one I'm talking about, the big box. That's uh, what I had. Yeah, it was pretty cool to use, but after a while, for me personally, it's good when you want to build an, an arcade machine like you did. Yeah. And I think for normal users, uh, it's, it's still easier to just use the uh, the emulator itself. Yeah, but yeah, again, it's a really cool program. Yeah, so I suppose, like, to answer Tom, Tommy's question is, if you're not really bothered about it looking all flashy... It depends what you're trying to do. So I was building an arcade machine, so I wanted it to look the part, so I got Big Box. Um, but if you're not doing that, and you just literally want to play the games, then yeah, I would probably just use an emulator, because it'd just be... But you will need a keyboard and mouse. What I did is I got a... a you can get these tiny little keyboards that are about this big, like six inches big, um, and they have a touchpad on them, so you don't need a mouse. And literally, plug a USB stick in the back of your um, little mini PC... Um, and then it's just like a TV remote size, and then you can use that to load the games up and move the mouse. And then once you're into your emulator, obviously you, you've programmed it to use your controller. That that would be the quickest way and the easiest way for you. Um, but if you need any help, let me know. And apart from that, people, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Man, it's been crazy. We've held over 20 yeah. people for the whole live show, uh, all because of the uh, 3080s. Um, so I just want to say thanks thanks to everybody that's sending in all the bits to us and that um, and getting involved in the chat uh, I just wanted to say again tomorrow I will be live streaming at 12 midday UK time um, I'll be playing Fall Guys uh, it's going to be pretty funny I have a couple of community members in there with me um, have a few beers on the go it'll be running from 12 till 4 so drop by there um, anybody else need to say anything before we go? No. Nope. All right. So what I'd like to say is, if everybody, if you want to help support us, I'm gonna raid somebody else's channel. So please stick around, check out the raid. Um, but apart from that, thanks everybody. We'll be in the chat for a couple of minutes. We'll see you all on the next one. Thanks for coming in. See you soon. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks everyone. Bye. bye. I don't want to set the world on fire I just want to start a flame in your heart